yeah! People out there in TV land, this is the official DLC Guys podcast show. I am your host, Matt Bailey, along with my Equal the Totes Press co-host, Mr. Xander Todd. Oh, yeah. And we are coming at you live from the DF Dub, circuit episode 15. 15. We on the road. Xander, how we doing today? Feeling good. Feeling great. Feeling great. Feeling good. How are you? All snap. Here we come. What you want to do? E3 is upon you. E3. It's well, happening. It, it, it happened. It's happened. Happened. It just happened. We just got finished watching Nintendo. Let's get into it. There's no time to waste. No, let's, let's just go. go. All right. So E3 started last Saturday, and um, uh, it started with EA, and EA basically had uh, nothing really to show. They they okay okay not not really nothing. Can we can we say this before we start? Go, go EA? Ahead. What is your quick overall of E3? Because going into E3, we were kind of down because Sony wasn't there. Yeah. But the whole E3, what what do you think the tone, the mood? What would you rank it? Um, out of like the previous years of yeah. E3? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, this is probably the lowest. I, I was I was really down on E3. I, I, I was down on it before, but this E3 just solidified to me that E3 is dead. Yeah. <sighs> I, I, and that's I, tough to say. I would say that um, it's not dead yet, but it's, it's hobbling along. I, say, I would say this. Mm-hmm. It was more than what I expected because... Sony was not there, and that's the. I think it was because some of the studios, which we'll we'll jump into, but I would say that it's not dead, but it's limping along. I don't know how long E3 is gonna last, but let's jump into it. EA. I, oh, okay. So let, let's 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 kind of rewind a little bit back. Um, this is the first year that. Sony was like, they're not going to do E3. Yeah. And it was a major deal. Like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Sony's not doing E3. Who do they think they are? But in all seriousness, Sony did what they did their E3 in a tweet. Yeah, but we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Cause- and and I, I, I think the way that they're approaching it, is the way that everybody's going to move. I don't, I don't think we're going to have this season of E3 any longer, except for maybe game studios. Uh, not so much, uh, you know, like Nintendo, Microsoft, or anything. I think the big boy. I think that time is dead, and the it's. I, I don't know. It, it's it, it was. It felt very empty, but you know, you know what, you know. Let's let's just get into it. Yeah. EA. So EA starts off their conference with Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And the gameplay, actually, the gameplay I thought looked solid. It wasn't anything extra impressive. It wasn't anything like like making me not want to play it. But it was just, it was solid, even killer. We're, we're Star Wars fans. Yeah. So, like, we know the universe. We know all the storylines and stuff like that. So let me preference that because maybe it's some people out there like, well, they just don't understand Star yeah. Wars. 
it re, it re, uh, the gameplay reminded me a lot of the Force Awakened two. Um, now I know it wasn't the most popular game. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed both the first one and the second one, um, and. I don't know. It, it it looked a lot like that. I hope that they add. Were you excited? Me, me. Yeah, I, I was, was all right. Is it a day one? No, no. Like for me, for that game, I'll probably wait until it goes on sale. Yeah, me like too. Like the first sale that that be the, it'd be that kind of game for me. Yeah, I mean <laughs> the it was. I don't know. It it was so weird because we're huge Star Wars fans. Uh, I was looking forward to another Star Wars game, but yeah. when it came up, I was like, oh, "Okay." I looked at the gameplay. Gameplay looks awesome, just what I expected, but it wasn't amazing. Yeah, it was. It was nothing that like caused me to really want to go out and buy the game. Yeah, you know. So yeah, that's. I mean, for me, it's always day one. Yeah. Um. Sometime around opening and sale. And this is when it goes on sale for me. Yeah, yeah, I got that. Um, so after the Star Wars game, Jedi Fallen Order, uh, then we saw Apex Legends uh, debut, and they had uh, more, uh, more stuff about their next season that's coming. And that was kind of lackluster to me. Has um, Apex fallen off? No. No, not, still not by strong. a long shot. Not by a long shot. I think Apex has the Battle Royale thing done right. I think... Well, I well I say that, but I, I don't know if I've, I haven't played Battlefield's Battle Royale yet. I haven't heard any noise about it, so I would say that <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not touching not. it. It's probably between Apex and Fortnite. I think, I think Apex takes the edge to me. Just because, like, they don't have the building aspect, even although they have, like, areas that you can kind of, like, you can kind of fortify. Um, I like it a lot better. I like it a lot better because it feels, it, it first and foremost feels like a first-person shooter. I still haven't played Apex, I guess because... We got to play it, man. Yeah. I, I don't like to play Randos. Yeah, yeah. So. I I got a couple of friends from school that that play on it uh or that play the game pretty regularly. So one of these days we'll just hop on with them and uh we'll get it we'll get it popping. But uh So it wasn't exciting. No, not at all. So um What else did EA talk about? Um well with uh well with Apex they they did they did announce that they were going to do a, a first time double XP weekend. Uh, they allow, or they talked about um, new outfits that were coming. It's a lot of a lot of cosmetic kind of stuff. That just, I mean, if it wasn't, or they they did introduce another character and kind of like a another sort of storyline, so to speak. Um, so it, I don't know. It, it it was it was okay. It was okay. It it wasn't it wasn't really solid to me. It was just okay. Um, then they showed off. Uh, FIFA, FIFA 20, and I'm not a huge FIFA fan. Yeah, I, I saw this. So FIFA 20 is coming. I'm not a huge soccer fan, but FIFA is fun for some reason. I don't know why, but um, they're introducing like a street mode kind of called Volta. Yeah. So, I mean, that's new to. Now, I mean, now I'm sure that's going to be popular because street 
uh, street football is widely popular everywhere. Uh, everywhere except the U.S. Yeah. Uh, that it, it, it's 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 a crazy game. I know that that's kind of like three on three kind of aspect, but like taken to the extreme. And, and the the and FIFA kinda, is a cash cow. Oh yeah. yeah. So just adding this is yeah still however, lackluster. However, I I kind of I kind of tend to uh, couple FIFA along with the likes of uh, Madden, which yep. we'll get into in a little bit. Uh, is do you do you really need to make another game while everybody's putting out you know DLC updates and stuff like that? Do you really have to have a separate game every single year if you're just doing, you know, incremental updates? Man, we can do a whole show on that. I've been saying this, and I know a lot of people have been saying this for a long time. Yeah. Like, they should come out every other year yeah, and just give us an update for the rosters. Because basically, that's the only thing that most people pay for. Exactly. And exactly. like you said, when we get into it for Madden, the only reason I would get Madden 20 is for the roster update. Yeah. Yeah. What Which is- they say they're going to be doing real time, basically. Yeah. Or, or you know, day. Up I don't, until I don't know the next draft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so far, EA is. Got look, and I'm sorry, you guys, for the. Because <clears throat> I feel it too, like a little low energy no, right not, now. No, it ain't low. It's just. But EA is. It was boring. It was boring, and, and they changed. They changed how they. They didn't really have a big show. Let me. The, it, was, it was very interactive. Like like they were out there on the show floor. So, would you saying it perfect to say this? Is how boring it was. I thought that I missed the show. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I. Yeah. So I was trying to catch up on it, and then I saw them outside talking, and I saw that part. And I was like, "This is was this it?" And like you, you told me, you was like, "Yeah, that was the conference." I was like, "Man, I saw this. Like, it was." I, it I guess we expect too much from EA. Yeah, EA yeah. is gonna make their money regardless, <clears throat> just yeah. off the sports games. Don't what be else, a sheep. What else did they have? Uh, they they announced or they did the reveal trailer for the new Sims Four, which I know people have been waiting years to play another Sims game. Uh, well, Sims 4 been out. So this is like an add-on. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, yeah, Sims 4 has been out, so the Island Living is just an update. So it's really not a new Sims game. You sure about that? Nah. Look Look at the it's, date. It's a brand new Sims game, bro. <laughs> It's a brand new. Check the check the it's day. brand new. It's coming on coming out on June twenty first, twenty first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Sims. My Island bad, Living. my bad. People, players mess up. <laughs> I got my information wrong. No, I'm just saying like how I got it wrong, Xander. How bad it was, like yeah. But this is I don't, not newsworthy. Honest, honestly, <clears throat> I skipped it. Yeah, I skipped it. I went and made two sandwiches and came back. I never played the Sims game, so I know some people out there that probably love it. But yeah. um not me. Not nah. I said the Matt. What please, what what else? Hopefully I uh, forgot something that was exciting. Battlefield five is getting more maps. I still have unveils their near their next chapter. Do you have Battlefield Five? I do have bad Battlefield Five. Is it fun? Um I don't know. I played like the first mission and then 
Did you play any online? It. No, no, I haven't played any online. I nah. mean, it, I mean, it looks. And it, we were Battlefield fans. I'm talking about. It looks really good. Like for, and I'm playing on a uh, just a regular old PlayStation Four, so not the Pro, but. It like it's 60 frames per second kind of game play and it looks really good it's just from the play, from the little bit that I played you jump from story to story to story and I think battlefield real battlefield fans want they we like the modern battlefield playing like when they brought the destructive environments into battlefield what was it four. battlefield three or four four when they brought that well, I think it was in three, but it carried over to four. Yeah. Okay. When that happened, it was it became it was everybody uh, was playing it. Yeah. And and I, I remember playing that game so much. Yeah. Now it, it I mean we got I the haven't same played thing. a battlefield in forever. Yeah. And, and every time it goes on sale, I'm like, should I jump into it? Then no. So basically this new battlefield DLC or expansion. I don't know if you call it an expansion. Uh I don't know. Uh, no, on EA is probably not. No, yeah, no, on EA is probably not. Uh, but it's set to debut on June twenty seventh. Um, so, eh. <laughs> EA uh, Madden twenty, Madden twenty. Uh, it, shout out to all the Chiefs fans out there. Uh, you will be I, losing. Hey, I'm, I'm let a, me tell you, I'm gonna pour some out for I, y'all season this next this next you. year. I don't believe in a lot of curses. I don't believe in curses. Yeah. But let me tell you. <laughs> Antonio Brown. Let him know, son. I'm a huge Steelers fan. This is a Cowboy fan. So, he Antonio Brown was on the cover last year. <laughs> and he turned into the biggest diva of all time. And he messed up the team. He messed our season. He, <laughs> I, just, I didn't even realize that. He oh my really gosh. denied us from going into the playoffs. He really did. We won that game, but like it, the drama throughout the whole year. Yeah. On it, top of um, Le'Veon Bell. It messed up the team chemistry. And now that he's gone, I feel like y'all can get back to... Steeler football. So Patrick Mahomes is on the cover. Oh my gosh! And, and let me preference this: I love playing Madden. Hey, I enjoy I enjoy Pat Mahomes. I picked Pat Mahomes to beast when he came out. Like before he even came to before he even got out of college, it was in the middle of his his year at Texas Tech. I was telling everybody Pat Mahomes is gonna beast when he gets to the NFL. And he is a beast. And <laughs> to Madden 20, I saw gameplay, and I'm usually hyped for Madden because I love playing it. I love playing sports games. But I just don't see – and it makes me upset. They got this new thing called Superstar X Factor where <clears throat> it's different abilities and different attributes um, placed on different players. Like, they show – Alvin Kamara, he has the satellite X factor where he makes catches when he's close to other, like just uh, they they're trying to make it like a role playing game mm-hmm. with Madden, and I understand that they're trying to evolve just playing Madden, but I just see more loot boxes. 
Yeah. Because yeah. Madden Ultimate Team is nothing but a cash grab. Cash grab. Like, I tried playing it without spending one dime. It's hard. Like, you don't play don't play against other players. Don't don't do that because you're gonna get nah. steamrolled. Yeah. And you basically have to grind all day <clears> for it. So I don't know if I'm a I think Madden twenty is one of those when it's on sale. You know and you know what? Here's here's the thing about Madden. Um the two biggest things about Madden twenty is the new the new franchise mode face of the franchise where you'll you're I think they said you'll be able to play in like the college football playoff as a quarterback coming from whatever university you choose. You played two games, probably. Yeah, two two games. Speaking of which we still don't have we haven't had a college game since what, two thousand nine? Those were the games. If that's uh so we we got that and then oh let's not forget there was so much time spent talking about the players ranking. Yeah, and, that's and always how, and how the Madden system ranking was was state of the art. Like I don't care. No. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. E EA is there something else? Please, is there something like, else? Somebody, the the you you remember um, what was it like last year or the year before? Well, we were we were we were about like two years away from Madden's licensing being up on the NFL their, on their on their monopoly on the NFL, and then they renewed for what is it five or seven more years or something yeah, like that? Basically, and I was livid. I was livid that they did that because. When they did not have the licensing, the sole licensing for NFL players' names and likenesses, there were so many great football games, and the market was saturated with 2K. great. Yes, two K game day, NFL fever, these football games that were just amazing, and nobody like. I mean, Madden had its own player base, but like. I mean, it pushed the envelope of of things to do. Now is now we just get crap as intermediate updates as a full game, mind you. And guess what? With the YouTube community and the competitive competitive side, they will make the same amount of money. They they are unstoppable force. Yep. So, Madden Twenty. You know what Madden Twenty reminds me of? Madden Twenty reminds me of buying a brand new phone. Six months, six months later, your phone is nowhere near worth what it was worth when you bought it. Unless you get an Apple phone. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you get an Apple. But yeah, I. Okay, what what else does EA have? That's about it. That that was it. That was it. So that was it for EA. From we're gonna rank these. EA, whatever you call well EA's. Conference E3 conference from one to ten. What do you give it? I and give EA a three. Why a three? A three because, um, just because of Star Wars, it, it looks it looks like a game that I would play. I mean, not right off the bat, and, and 
I mean, I have to give them something. I'm sure fans of FIFA were really excited. I'm sure some fans, there's a lot of fans excited about The Sims and a lot of a lot of fans excited about Madden and even Battlefield 5, but I mean it it was it is basically lackluster. Um so see, it, it, I basically gave them 1 point and then 2 out of courtesy for being nice cuz I'm a nice guy. Yeah, I, I probably would go along with you. I probably would give it a 2. Um for the simple fact that the only thing that gave them points for me was Star Wars. I wish they would have talked a little more about EA Game Pass, whatever they call it, for oh, PlayStation yeah. coming out in July, just to see if they would give it any more, give us any more updates and whether they're going to add new features since it's coming out on the PS4. Yeah. But, um,. I for, I for completely forgot about EA Game Pass. So, I'll give it a or two. EA but to close out this segment well, yeah, of EA, yeah, what yeah. are what are the games that's on EA Game Pass right now? Because I think that's the only thing that's. I think it's EA Access. Okay. EA Access. Okay. So of course they got NHL, they have Madden, they have FIFA, uh, NBA Live, Unravel, Burnout, UFC, Sims, Battlefront. Yeah, Sims. Four. Um Mass Effect, Titanfall, Battlefield. I mean, it's it's some games that I would actually play. Yeah. Um, so I mean, that's Dragon Age, Inquisition. Yeah, yeah. and older games. Yeah. So Dead Space. Um, I would Battlefield Three. I mean, I already got that. Um, yeah, it's a two for me. It wasn't... They didn't say anything about EA Game Pass coming to PS4, which would be available in July. But hey, that's EA. It is EA. So, the DLC, DLC guys gives it... I think we've, we average that together. We two get and a, a half. two and a half. EA, you get a two and a half out of ten. From the DLC guys. Straight garbage. <laughs> We should we should get that to play. It. So now on to Xbox. One of the big three. Exclusive. They actually did that a little better. They didn't they didn't say exclusive, but they said World Premiere. World Premiere. And Okay, let's jump into X. I mean, yeah, Microsoft. Microsoft E3. They had a big um, audience. They did have a big audience. Hey, that's... they had the big um, arena. I mean, auditorium. You know what? It's amazing that that's the first thing that you talk about. <laughs> uh, that 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 foreshadowing, sir. Ah, so where where, where do we want to start? Okay, so. We'll we'll start with some of the some of the good things that Xbox had. I, uh, so they came out. They said that they're going to show us over sixty games, and like, literally two thirds of those games were in like a what, what was it like montage. A sixty sec sixty second or montage? Yeah, <laughs> I, I knew it was going to be like that. But um, let's talk about the crowd. The crowd was excited. Like oh my they were God. in there. I saw somebody throw up the X. 
I was like, what? Phil Spencer, we love you, bro. Like, and this is where, since they're one of the big three, we're going to compare them to the other two. So, when they said 60 games, like you said, it was a montage, I instantly got a vibe that they were trying to go the route of PlayStation. Yes. With the indie games. Yes. They wanted to show that they had indie developers and they wanted to go that route just like PlayStation did. Yep. But but they don't have the swag that PlayStation had. Nope. And what is it with cuz I watched this with my wife too. Like what did she say? She said that the guys were so lame. Like <laughs> announcing like she was like, "Why are they so lame? Like why do you need Okay, some of these guys that are announcing the games, I understand like they're the lead director and all this, but Don't, that doesn't mean no. that they know how to be on yeah. camera or have a stage presence. Yeah, like you can literally see these guys reading the teleprompter, like just staring at it, like and just it's just so awkward. What's worse? E3 is the most awkward. It <laughs> is. What's I think what's worse is when they can't. Speak English really well. Yeah, not not that that not that is a bad thing. And I thing. wish I spoke other languages. Right, right. Like I I, I speak fluent ubby dubby, you know from Zoom. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can I, do that. And um, and I understand. Like I couldn't imagine me having a little grasp on Japanese and going over there. Yeah. And I understand that, but you don't, don't have to have that person speak. The person who <laughs> is the 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 translator is killing it. Yeah. They have the personality. They they don't have the breaks in the speech. They don't have all this it just thank thank you very much <laughs> for coming to the E3. E3, E3 show. And here's the thing. Like I said, I wish I spoke other languages. We're not making fun of nobody. No. But I'm just saying for a presentation, like this is a big time for your company. It's got to be better. And when, (laughs) here's the thing too, I didn't realize that Microsoft had so many supporters. I'm thinking that they bust those people in from Microsoft (laughs) because Phil Spencer came on that stage and it tripped me out so much. Like they roared when he came on stage, like. They people were almost, standing up. They were almost as crazy as the, the people at Bethesda. Yeah, and that's that's another. We'll, we we definitely <laughs> gonna talk another. about that. But stay tuned. Like let okay. What are some of the games? What what are some of the games? Uh okay okay. So we had Psychonauts two. Uh, I know that that's coming that has to a big Xbox One and PC. Okay, wait 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 wait. And PlayStation but, Four. And Linux too. So yeah. uh, before before we even get it get to the games, so uh, we have to talk about how um, Microsoft they did announce um, their. Let's talk about their Game Pass and how that is going to be working. So okay, it, yeah. So it's essentially just a coupling of uh, their already established game library that you uh, is what is it called Xbox Live Game Pass or something like yeah, that. Yeah, Game Pass. So they're they're. They have two different two different uh, parts to it. So there's one that's uh, it's a cheaper version, nine ninety nine a month, and you get access to play on your console, and you get access to all their games and everything. Uh, and then there's the 
uh, it's like the elite one. I think that's what it's called. Uh, Xbox elite, elite Elite Game Pass, which where you can get access to it, uh, uh, games on your console in the cloud and on PC for. All for fourteen ninety nine. And PC is new, so they announced that yes. you can get the Game Pass on PC for no additional cost if you have the Elite version. That's cool. One thing I'm not a total Microsoft hater. One thing I did enjoy about them at E3 is that you got games, you got software, and you got hardware. So they announced um, the new controller. Yeah. Um, now I will say this. The the controller, controller looks nice. Oh my! I I I wish I wish PlayStation put that kind of effort into making a pro controller like that. Yeah. Like there's there's nothing wrong with the. I I mean don't get me wrong, I thoroughly enjoy my DualShock Four. Yeah. But there's a difference between a DualShock Four and a Xbox Elite Pro controller. controller. Yeah. That is amazing. Like the the little buttons that they have underneath the controller and everything. The paddles. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and then they had the kind of sensitivity thumbstick. Yeah. So I mean it it's nice. So I give them props for that. And um, you want to talk about the con- the console right now? Uh, uh, we'll we'll talk about that after the games. Cause, okay. Because I got a little bit. I got a little bit. That I that I, that I need to get off my chest about that, but w- let's let's go through these games. Okay, so elite, hold on, I just caught this out the corner of my eye. The elite controller is one hundred eighty dollars. Wait, what? The elite series two will launch twenty four markets on November fourth. Uh, <laughs> heck no! One hundred and eighty dollars for a controller. You are seeing a live reaction of me realizing that that controller costs one hundred and eighty dollars. I don't want PlayStation to do that. And here's the thing. No. Here's the thing too. One of the features, I, it looks cool, but now they're looking at the price. One of the features that they had was now you can you can charge it up. Like you don't have to use batteries anymore. Like that's a feature we've been had on PlayStation. <laughs> rechargeable battery. Forty yeah. hours of rechargeable battery life. A hundred and eighty dollars. And you're and you're still gonna get smoked by PC players. Yep. <laughs> so regardless. Yep. All right. I'm this sorry. I just saw that and it It's gonna happen. I didn't realize it was $180. So um okay, so we start off the games with uh they showed Age of Empires, the definitive edition. I don't care about that. Battletoads, I did care about. Battletoads actually looks pretty good. I remember <sighs> playing Battletoads back on uh, Sega Genesis. It's and, straight nostalgia. And, and uh, what was it? Uh, Super Nintendo. Yeah. It, uh, I, I I like Battletoads. It was a fun game uh, as a kid. So I, yeah. Uh, then we have Blair Witch. I I guess I must have missed that. So Blair Witch was the one where the guy. Was with his dog, and they were going to try to find somebody, I guess. And he had the camcorder, and as he looked in the camcorder, he was able to look into the future or the past, or something like that. It was a mm. lot of things going on. It looked all right, but um, I'm not a big horror game player, so yeah, I really didn't. I really didn't care. Uh, then we had bleeding. Excuse me. Then we had bleeding edge, which is going to be uh, Xbox One and Windows. Or PC uh, title from Ninja Theory. Uh, it, it looked it looked all right. 
Yeah. Uh, it wasn't anything special that stood out um, to me. Uh, we showed, uh, or excuse me, not we. They showed uh, Borderlands Three. I'm excited about Borderlands. Yeah, I, I like just Borderlands. I just picked up the Handsome Collection because it's Have free you on it PlayStation. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, we we played it on Xbox for a little bit. Yeah, and then we got tired of it, and then Destiny came out. Yeah. Uh, so I, you know, I'd like to go back to it. Um, yeah. So Borderlands. That's 3. not an exclusive, so we can play it yeah. on PS4. Yeah, Borderlands looks pretty looks pretty good. Um, I, I need to go through and play the other ones so I so I know what the story is with those. Um, then we saw Crossfire X. <laughs> That's a commercial that came on in the nineties. Yeah, for a board game. Oh, right. That game was always a fun commercial. I'm, I'm not gonna get into that. Crossfire, crossfire. So let's let's jump into the biggest reveal I think for Microsoft. Cyberpunk 2070, 2077. Do you know anything about? I don't know anything me, about me cyberpunk, either. and I am cyber. It, you like how I did that? You like how Cyberpunk? Cyberpunk. I'm excited it about Cyberpunk. Good. It does look it good. It looked good. And then they had Keanu Reeves show up. Yes, which Keanu, was awesome. I got to say this. Keanu Reeves has to be the coolest looking bow-legged person I've, or pigeon-toed <laughs> person I've ever seen in my life. And then just coming off of John Wick. Yes. So they, they caught lightning in the bottle. Right. Yes, they did. Like So that was pretty cool. Like I... I Props to Microsoft for that. Speaking of which, have you seen John Wick yet? Not the new one. I need to see it. I need to see it. I love John Wick. All right, here's a game that you said that you were excited about. Yes. I'm kind of. You're 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 kind of on the fence. I mean, but uh, okay. And, and so wait, wait, wait. Let's go back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Cyberpunk 2077. Oh yeah. Exclusive just... to Xbox, right? No. It's not exclusive. No. Are you serious? I don't believe it is. Let, let's you gonna find out live on here whether or not I'm. Yeah, I'm let's look stuff. it up. Is Cyberpunk exclusive to Xbox One? Yep. So it's coming to PS4 too. Yeah. Oh, what? Okay. I don't know why you thought it was exclusive. Because they made such a big. Thing about this, they 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 may get Cyberpunk the way um, uh, what was it? Who was it? Like a time release or something? No, who was it? Was it Square Enix that, that was talking about a game last night? Um, where PlayStation would get like exclusive stuff first? Yeah, I can see that. I mean, Destiny yeah. Two did yeah. that, but yeah. for so some reason, I thought like that, that. Wow. So yeah, I. Okay. Um, wow. But yeah, yeah. Cyberpunk looked amazing, and it's not exclusive, so I don't see that that really helping sell more consoles. Yeah, yeah, not at all. Okay. No. Uh, then we got uh, the game we were just talking about, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Now, the reason I am excited about it is because this is the game that I've been wanting to play. I've been wanting to play a basic, like a an open world battle kind of game so where this is an RPG they said it, it it's it's supposed to be 
kind of like an RPG fighter sort of mashup. Um, I'm just excited for the ability to like be able to dodge certain like key blasts coming out, you know, like a whole bunch of key blasts and, and just being able to dodge out of it and fly up in the air. Now, I know other games, other Dragon Ball games have done that, but this one to me looks more like what I've been wanting to play. And you, you'll be able to train, um, like, and new explore different areas and stuff. It, it's I, I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be dope. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence because we're, we're gonna go through the same story that we've seen forever. Like it's not original, but they probably. I, I'm a, I'm assuming I'm I'm hoping that they'll that they'll have some of the story if they have story of like Dragon Ball Super that would be amazing. Have you well, seen Dragon Ball Super? Yeah, it the thing about it though they you would have to go. I mean, they were starting off when Vegeta could still transform into a yeah a gorilla. Yeah. So this that's, you, that's true. So this is a this is at the beginning almost. It's true. I I understand. I understand. Yeah. But I, I, um, I get it. I, I'll give it a chance on sale. Yeah. So after that, then we saw Dying Light. I was not really impressed with Dying Light. I wasn't either. But so it, okay. So here's my question: Have you have you played Dying Light at all? Yeah, a little bit. So is Dying Light a first person kind of? Uh, Parkour Mirror's game. Edge. It, rem- it is. It is. It is a mirror parkour game, right? Yeah, it's a parkour okay. game, and it's it's decent. Like, um, it's a decent game. It's just in this in this environment, decent games don't get played for me. No, yeah. Like it's just not enough time in the day. Yeah. yeah. So Dying Light. I mean, is that EA? Who is Dying Light? No, that's Tech Techland. Techland. Uh, why did I say EA? I was just hoping that it was on some type of game because, pass because I probably won't buy it. Because Mirror's Edge's game, no, that's that's Ubisoft, right? Yeah, yeah. But um, Dying Light for me <clears throat> is a I don't know. I don't know if I'll play it. Yeah, I, I probably won't. Yeah. But it looks okay. Uh, Elden Ring. Let's uh, talk about this. It's the game that's coming from uh, George R. R. Martin. And uh, some other guy from Japan, and I can't think of his name. But so is George R. R. Martin just consulting, or is he helping? I think he's he's a writer. He's a writer for the series. Okay, that's Microsoft or this developer catching. No, this is Bandai Namco. Yeah. So that's they're catching lightning in the bottle as well. George yeah. R. Martin. A lot of people know him now from Lord of the Rings. Knows him. Well, we'll we'll see how that how that's gonna work. I don't I don't know if it I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's it, it it you can have a great story, but if your gameplay is terrible, I'm not gonna yeah, play it. It goes hand in hand. So nah. uh, on to another a game that you you actually text bro. me on is that look at this foolishness, bro. Uh, Microsoft's cash cow. They're they're it, you have only, you have to get cash in order to be a cash cow. Forza Horizon is they like they make money off Forza. Hey, Horizon. if you're still playing Forza, like comment down below. Like said, like say your name proud. 
Because, like, I don't believe there's anybody playing Forza that much to be, like, excited for this Lego Lego Speed Champions expansion. Yeah. (laughs) Like, no. No. Yeah, I I don't. It looked cool, but it's not something that I'll pay for. And then they brought it. They did it again because I was sitting there watching this with my son. And I was like. When I saw when I saw that that door open up and that smoke within the car, I, I threw my headphones on the ground. I said, "No." What did you think it? No. Oh, Forza. I said, yeah. I didn't know I was it was like, made out of Legos. Are they doing this? <laughs> are they doing this crap again? And you know what? You, okay, so this is this is my my whole viewpoint of E3 this entire year, and this goes specifically well with Microsoft and why I'm I'm getting upset right now. It was just a rehash of last year, yeah. Game-wise, they didn't show us really anything new. They we didn't get gameplay of Gears, which we're going to be talking about next. We didn't get any gameplay of Halo. We we got vague trailers. We got a little bit more of Halo Infinite. We got a vague issue. Well, they had to show sixty games. I don't. <laughs> I don't. It, it's it's madness to me, and I, and. And I have to, I have to tip my cap to Sony and PlayStation and the people over there because they did not give me the same crap that they gave me last year. I was down on PlayStation last year for E3, and they, they, they did me proud. They did not get my hopes up by saying, "Oh, just wait until you see our show. We're gonna show you a whole bunch of, uh, we're gonna show you a whole bunch of trailers." With no footage, no actual in-game footage, and that was another thing. I know I'm on a rant right now, but that was another thing that Microsoft and, and just about everybody had. There was, there was so many things that, so or so many uh, videos that showed not in-engine footage, and I was like, what is the point of showing me this if none of this is in the engine? So you just decided to make this to let us know. I, you could have did that on Twitter. Yeah, like that, and I—that's—that's that's the reason why I think E3 is dead, and why I don't—I don't think I'm gonna be—I'm gonna be very excited about E3 unless we physically go and then we can play some of the exclusive games, like the early early titles. If we do that, then then I, now, I'll do that. Now they had that; they did announce some of these games were playable at the booth, but the main for Microsoft, I didn't hear that as much, um, like. Let's roll into it. Gears 5. Gears 5. It had this great cinematic um, trailer with... I don't know. I don't know Gears, but I guess... I don't know. It wasn't interesting. It wasn't. It was like she was being... Her face was being torn apart. She started turning into a a a monster or something like that. Yeah, it was very artistic saying that... All these experiences, yeah, she went through and stuff like Which that. I, I don't. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I understand that it's part of the, part of the story. But line. show us some gameplay, right? I don't care about your artistic vision. Matter of fact, so Ge- Gears Four kind of flopped, right? No, no. I heard I, some people say that they were very disappointed. I and, can't. I can't. I can't. Well. I think they they I think they are more so disappointed with the way that the story went, not so much with the yeah. actual gameplay so, of the story. So okay, with the story, the developer came out and said that we're gonna give you a whole new experience, something you wouldn't expect. So that's them 
semi saying semi apologizing yeah for last year so we're we're about to wrap up this microsoft segment yeah but, uh, uh, first first thing i did want to talk about gears uh they're featuring a new co-op mode uh new co-op mode it's supposed to feature like a suicide kind of squad that oh yeah to work yeah, out yeah, to yeah. take out hive enemies and stuff like that it's that like was, a horde mode. That, that actually looked pretty cool because you have you had it looked like they had like this green smoke that would kill them uh, and so you got to take out the enemies to get out of the certain section. That looked really, really. That really, so really. They showed really good. us a cinematic trailer, but but it's it was, available for play at the E3 booth. We just yeah. didn't see the gameplay. Yeah. So that props to that. And I'm sure that they'll show they'll show a lot more gameplay. And, you know, watching some of the channels throughout the week and stuff. Um, and and, be, and before we get into the main main part of oh my god, I just remembered. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off, but they showed that daggum Terminator. Oh yeah, nobody was excited for. That. Why? Why did you show a Terminator? I Available was... for twenty nine ninety nine. What does the Terminator have to do with gears? I don't know. Nothing. I don't, I'm not familiar with the gears thing, uh... but um, like so they showed some different games. Um. One indie game that I like that looked interesting, and if you get a chance, go check out the trailer. It was very intriguing to me. Twelve minutes. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. very intriguing. I like I like indie games, and that one looked like one that I would want to play. I agree. I'll pay ten dollars for it. Yeah, and play it. But um, I don't know. Um, I, I okay so. Let us get to the meat of everything. Everybody was there for Halo Wait, Infinite. Are we going to talk about Halo first or the console? Which one we want to talk about last? We're going to talk about the console last. Okay. Okay, so everybody was there for Halo Infinite. Yes. And we Even got, me. We got we got a trailer or we got a cinematic trailer. Cinematic theatrical trailer. No, I wouldn't know theatrical trailer. We got a cinematic <laughs> trailer on um <clears throat> A little bit more of what's going on, of course. Why is it that I think it's every other game Master Chief is like dead, floating in space for some reason because he didn't destroyed something and now he's just floating in debris to save his. Like, does this dude live in that suit? Like, God, I see other people take it off, but I. Hey, they drain it. They drain it. I Every they cent they are. can. Three four three has. To come correct, this is they are. This is their opportunity. If if they fail in this in this game, if it's not aesthetically great, if the gameplay is not great, innovative, yeah. If the if the multiplayer is not great, then this is gonna be this is gonna be the the biggest fail, bigger than uh, Anthem. The the pressure is on for them. Oh, that was EA too, huh? Yeah. But <laughs> they didn't say nothing. They did actually. They ain't say nothing about that. They Cata- cataclysm. Anthem is officially dead. They didn't give any kind of updates for it. This is the first time that that's not EA. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. When? It was <laughs> it was off when? to the side. It was off to the side. It wasn't even on the main stage. <laughs> they talked about Cataclysm, a DLC. But I digress. We're talking about 343 right now. Wow. 
So here's the thing for me. I I enjoy Halo on 360. I enjoy playing it with you. Um, I think the storytelling was good through Halo 3. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of pumped to see what 343 would show us at E3. And they also said, here's where the pressure is on. This would be one of the first titles on their new console. Yeah. But let me tell you. Maybe for you, was was it? How did it make you feel? Cause I was like, yeah, whatever, with Halo. Like it didn't make me feel excited. It was cool hearing his voice and hearing him power up the suit. And we see Cortana is not there, but, uh, but her voice is there. So it's not a Halo game without Cortana. She's gonna be back in some sort of fashion. Yeah. I, here's the thing, man. Like. I don't even understand that upset. dynamic. I was upset with the reveal. I I wasn't upset, but it's it's numb to me. Like if you're coming out with a game, don't announce that you're working on it. Don't give us a trailer two years before you plan for this game to come out. Yeah, and I think that's what's been messing up. Uh, E3, that's what's been messing up the game community. That's what's been making people mad. Is you're talking about a game like 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 case in point, two years ago. Two years ago to today, we heard about Metroid, a new Metroid game Still coming haven't out. Seen one and haven't seen anything from it yet. We've gotten we've gotten Mario, we've gotten Zelda, we've got another Zelda game on the way. And I bet you that other Zelda game, uh, which we're gonna talk about later, is gonna be here before they even talk about Metroid. It- Here's the thing too um, I think this might For Microsoft This may be their last console I'm surprised that they're even making another console Because with them They also announced that Halo would be available on PC Yes So why do I Is the new Halo going to be available as well On PC it, I mean if they if they live up to what they had said And I reiterate this like every single podcast that we have they said that their exclusive, all of their Microsoft exclusives will be available at some point in time on PC. Is Microsoft turning into a game developer and getting out of the hardware business? I think, I think they, they I mean, probably as far as are. Xbox, because they still have their computers. I, I don't know. Maybe it, it, it depends on how well this streaming, streaming service goes because they may, they may just create a streaming box. They didn't give us a lot about xCloud either. They, they didn't. briefly talked about it. They didn't. Um, they, they, they said that... Uh, no, I'm thinking of uh, Stadia. Uh, well, they talked... Like, at the beginning, Phil talked about xCloud a little bit. Yeah. But... Um, I, 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 I saw somebody's review, I think, from um, IGN, where they got a chance to play it, and... They said it was really, really laggy, and anytime there was a downgrade in uh, bandwidth, the the quality just it it went it went down really quickly. Wow! And it went down really, really shoddy. So, and and of course, that's in a stressful environment like E three. So everybody's using a lot of the bandwidth. Everybody's trying to use everything. Um, so I mean, take that with a grain of salt. But like, if you're not in the best kind, of, if you're not in the best area. 
and what Google stated, what Google said with their servers is for 4K streaming at 60 frames per second, they need, you need 35 megs. So that's what I'm, I'm using as the standard right now. If you're not able to get 35 megs wherever you're trying to play it, just like. That's at the minimum. That's it's almost like forget it. Yeah. But I mean, so back to Microsoft. This, we talked about Halo. Yeah. I, I'm not excited. Um, I I wanted to be so bad. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I wanted to be excited for Halo. I was like, okay, Halo Infinite. They they could have at least told us about some of the innovative gameplay. Oh yeah. Is yeah. this just going to be another story, or is Infinite meaning that it's going to be open world, uh, more customizable? Is it more, or is it staying linear? Like we don't know. All we know is that the Halo ring was destroyed. It's a dude that was stranded and somebody attacked the ship. So just your typical typical Halo, yeah. Halo game. And you wanna talk about the console now? The big reveal? Oh, I, I do need to talk about this. Alright. Uh a huge game which was for it basically started a lot of the driving games and you know, Ace Combat and stuff. Microsoft Flight Simulator is making another making a comeback, and it actually looked pretty good. It looked pretty good. It actually it looked really good. However, I'm a little bit worried about what people are gonna do with that. I think I think you'll. It see, has to be some restrictions. I don't. I don't know. I. I, I think you're gonna see a lot of people go, running in the building. Yeah, you. You two <laughs> gonna kick a lot of people. <laughs> I thought this, bro. When they showed the giraffe. Yeah. I was like, somebody's gonna hit that. <laughs> I was and wondering like, the same thing, bro. I was like, uh, I, I, I was cringing watching. Me it. too. And it's like, is this Microsoft Flight Simulator? Like, why are they just showing these planes? It doesn't look like Ace Combat because you wouldn't have a Boeing seven forty seven in there, bro. It do. They gotta have restrictions on this. Oh, it's, it's another game. Oh, I, d- I don't think that they're gonna have restrictions on that because, I mean, if I. Whoever's going to be the first person, whoever's going to, somebody's going to do it. Somebody's going to run into a building and be like, this is what it felt like (laughs) 9-11. And it's going to, and it's going to, somebody's going to do it just for the views. It'd probably be, uh, Ethan Bradbury. (laughs) Ethan Bradbury. Hey, it might be, hey, it's another game that I just thought about too. Microsoft, um, acquired Minecraft a while ago. Yeah. So we got a reveal of Minecraft Dungeon, Dungeons. Yeah, isn't that like a, yeah? It's a um, uh, like over the top. Yeah, what deal. It, yeah, what is it? What is that called? It, it's a specific type of game, uh, strategy RPG. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, with you know dungeon crawler, like yeah. where you go through dungeons. Um, I was surprised that this is really the first time we saw Microsoft use this license. For something other than just adding on to the original game. Yeah. So that was a surprise. I mean. And since, you know, you know what? Since Microsoft still has. Do, yeah, I think they still do have a, a a deal in place with Oculus. I'm surprised they haven't worked out some sort of VR headset. That Something's going bad. That goes along in that with department. That. They didn't talk about it at all. They, they didn't. So something. Yeah. They're, they're shifting to another because of my, because of my, that that's the perfect thing. 
Minecraft VR with Oculus. Yeah. That. Why not? I mean, so uh, Maybe the Samsung is not there. Samsung did that with their with theirs, and that that was a while ago. That was pretty, yeah, three that was pretty years, dope. Three four years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Is there yeah. any other notable game before um, we get into this console? Uh, no. And, nope. And let us know if we like educate us on something. We can't play every game, but if there's a game that Nor you do thought, we want to. yeah. But if there's a game that you saw on the Microsoft conference that you like, like for me, I think an underdog, like indie game was 12 minutes. I'm interested in that. Let me know yeah. if there's any games in the comments that you thought were pretty dope. Let's get into that console. <sighs> what console? <laughs> Bro, they made this bigger. So here's the thing. Project Scarlet. This is a name that that's we heard name. for a while. That's what it's called. We heard this name two years ago. We heard this name for the Xbox, Xbox One X. X. So this lets me know. And PlayStation is um, is responsible for this too. They gave us a half step into technology. Yeah. So the just like we, we said this before. I don't know if we said this on the, place, on the podcast. But the PlayStation Pro... And the Xbox One X was what we were originally supposed to get. Yeah. The PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One was to a suffice. rush. It right. was like a, um, uh, what did they call it? Um, it was just a rush to the market. Yeah. So the PlayStation 4 Pro and the Xbox One X was what we were originally supposed to get. They were able to get more money by giving us, giving us half steps if that makes sense mm-hmm. so if you had a one we got 1. 1.5 wow. so that's what the playstation pro and xbox one x was so we finally get to scarlet and they make a big big presentation all the developers they show them talking about it and how this is going to be revolutionary and bro we thought the exact same thing everything that they said was the same stuff that PlayStation 4 gave us. What did you say? I'm going to let you say it. I said, everything that Microsoft did to announce their new console, Sony did in a tweet. And it was way more effective. It really was. You know why? Because they actually showed us the performance. Yes. (laughs) Microsoft talked the exact same performance. They said, and the SSD is going to change the game. And they <laughs> used the exact same chipset. What, the um, AMD? Yes. So, it's probably eight cores, just like the PlayStation. And they're doing ray tracing, too? Ray tracing, same thing. So, I thought about this. Maybe Sony said, okay, we know that from our intelligence and whatever, they understand that Microsoft is going to announce this. Sony was like, we got the same thing. Just throw it out there. Like, we're already killing them on the um, on the console war right now. Just throw mm-hmm. it out there. Let them know that we're working on it. And I felt like it was more hype in that than what they showed us at E3. It, it was because, because you, at, at a trade show, your expectations for getting and hearing and seeing the very best of the best 
like the best of what you have to offer. That's your expectation when you go Bro, to a trade show. I was kind of hyped. I thought they were going to show us a physical. That's console. what I. That's what I expected. And they too. did not. They did not. Like even even if you still want to have this console come out next year, you can still bring something, or at least show something, some yeah. kind of footage. There are people already working on these games. Give us something. And we got absolutely nothing. You know what would have killed E3? If they would have showed us the console, they would have did that announcement first, right? Mm -hmm. Showed us a physical console and said, and now, gameplay from the new Halo. And blew our mind. We would have been going crazy. People would have been pre-ordering everything. And you know what's going to happen now? Come, come December... For a PlayStation, is it? It's called a PlayStation PlayStation Experience, right? I think it's that's what it's been called okay. in the past. Come December, basically a year before, I believe PlayStation's going to come out with their console. PlayStation very might very might well have an actual console ready to reveal. Yeah, they might have. They're going to have working footage by by skipping E3. PlayStation has that much more solidified themselves on top of this console war between Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony. Yeah, they they just I mean it's it was the smartest thing to do. And when I when I saw when I saw what uh, Microsoft was doing with Project Scarlet, I was just like, I've seen all this. Yeah, I've seen it all before. There's there's hey. nothing that you're doing. Hey, Sony's some. Some G's though. They, they stole are. that lightning from Microsoft. They they really did. Ooh, and they just undercut them so bad, bro. Like they they said, Oh, we not gonna be at E three, but let's shoot this tweet out. And they showed what killed it was that they did that and then they showed the loading screen for Spider Man how it's forty times faster. Like they, and, and <laughs> then and then like a week after that, they showed how they showed how um, the how the uh, the new processor is going to work and how and what you're going to notice it yeah. in in the simulation with the hair yeah and I was they like yo me. that got me hype and that was that was from a simple video a simple video not not a million oh. several million dollar presentation presentation yeah well that I mean. All right, let's go. Let's jump into it. Let's rate uh, Microsoft's E3 from our scale, 1 to 10. The DLC guy's official rating of Microsoft's E3 briefing. I got to give him a 5.5. Wow. It's a lot better than... I feel, I feel like they... I feel like Microsoft learned... I feel like they learned something a little bit from last year, but they didn't learn enough. To, to pass yeah so it, it's like it's like you know that you're doing you know a correct way to do things but you choose not to do it so therefore you don't pass <laughs> you sound like you're talking to your child <laughs> I mean that's it's, that's what I'm yeah they're, they're a bunch of children so like, 5.5 5. <laughs> yeah yeah it's a 5.5 5. they, they had there was a couple of good games I appreciate I I appreciate the 
the the the trailer for Halo. You could have given that to me in a tweet or something. Um, after, like, I think I think a lot of a lot of their issues come with timing. A lot of the stuff has to do with timing. And Cyberpunk and how they how they debuted that, I thought that was great. Um, what was the other game? Oh, and, and their virtual console and uh, uh, the biggest the biggest thing which, which which gives them the most points is the uh, the Master Chief Collection being available on PC that same day. That was great because I and, and having it be having it be available to play for one dollar. Um, I thought I thought that was fantastic. I I'm going to get the Master Chief Collection for my PC and I'm gonna be playing it and I'm gonna be enjoying that. And when I when I actually actually go ahead and build a PC, that's gonna be dope because then I'll be able to play Halo Reach, Halo One on max settings with you know just off the wall graphics, you know. So and, and I really do I really do enjoy playing Halo. I just hope that the online community I, I believe that the online community is still gonna be there, but I hope that that it it the online community for the for the Master Chief Collections is able to uh, connect with people playing PC and uh, Xbox at the same time. So, yeah, five point five. All right, I'm gonna give it a six. Mm. Because really? I enjoyed their ambition <clears throat> for giving us hardware and games. I think with you. Their issue is timing and presentation. Yeah. Um, they're still one of the big three. We can't deny them on that. Not at all. They're still one of the big three. Cyberpunk really shot it up there for the points. Because having Keanu Reeves come out, um, I, I might have given them my... No, six is what, what I would give them. I was just disappointed. What I was disappointed in was their presentation. And their they don't look like they're uh, dedicating themselves to gamers. No. I, I, they say it, and there are more indie games available, but that whole showing of Halo Infinite, you had basically two years to get ready for this reveal. You revealed your next-gen console on stage, and you gave us a cinematic trailer, which you could have just released on YouTube and got a million views. Yeah. You did it at E3. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm too crucial about my score, but I'm going to give them a six, and I'm done with them. <laughs> you said you're done with them? I'm not done with them, but I'm done. <clears throat> like It's kind of making me frustrated talking about yeah. them yeah. because... I expect. I keep expecting more. Yeah, yeah. I sat there and yeah. watched that. I, I had to drink some coffee, bro, on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon. No joke, because wow. I want to make sure that I saw every moment of it. You know, yeah. and it was just so yeah. boring. So six. So the official DLC guy score of Microsoft's E3 2019 presentation comes out to a five point seven five. That was really louder than I expected. Yeah. We'll add the sound <laughs> next time. <laughs> there you go. 
All right. Now, since we talked about Microsoft and we given our we has world premiere. We have given our grade for Microsoft. <clears throat> now. <clears throat> now. On to Bethesda. The winter of our discontent. So, I'm a huge Bethesda fan. I love Elder Scrolls, Fallout, and all this. What is an Elder Scroll? It's a scroll of an elder. <laughs> but, um, like I, we said this before, though. Um, you like Game of Thrones, Elder Scrolls is probably the closest you can get to um, Game, of Thrones? Game of Thrones in the game. Without being pretty Game of Thrones. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So, um, the elephant in the room. Fallout 76 last year was a disappointment, <clears throat> to say the least. Flop! Especially at launch. A lot of different Flop. issues. It, a lot of different issues, a lot of bugs. Flop. So I was very interested to see how Bethesda would handle this. Would you go as far as to say that it was a flop? It was a flop last year. Okay, all right. And I think they tried something. And I'm a huge Fallout fan. I started playing Fallout, um, not as far back as a lot of people, but New Vegas was my first introduction and probably one of the greatest stories. What, what system was that on? That was on... PlayStation 3. Okay. And, um, so. <laughs> That's weird. I feel your heat in my soul. <laughs> um, so everybody wanted to see how they would handle this. So they came out and this is nasty. I'm taking my hair from this. So let's get to this. Let's just get to the Bethesda. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Where was I at? <clears throat> you you were talking about uh, Fallout seventy six, Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, that's where I started. Out. Huge Fallout fan, but we can all agree that Fallout seventy six was not what everybody anticipated. Flop. It was their first time having an open world game be multiplayer, which is hard within itself. Nobody talked about that. How hard that was to pull that off. Of course. That's what you said. And Fallout is one of those games. They, they've always been kind of innovative. They never had the best graphics. But the storytelling and the scope of the game has always been big. But I wanted to see how they would handle this. And I think they handled it the way you should. They, they acknowledged that something was wrong. Like they disappointed people. And that they needed to do something about it so they did everything that everybody wanted and put it into a free dlc like and just gave it to people like human npcs like that's huge like and they even announced a battle royale game like battle royale mode and they said that you'll be able to play it for free for the um for the week and if you want it It'll be 50% off at the end of that trial So I think they're going in the right direction Like I, I actually downloaded it I've been playing it And thoroughly enjoying it Like <clears throat> I think they they showed the industry something Like where you can have a mistake You can have a mishap And recover from it And that crowd was What did you think about the crowd? Would that, you crowd being just, that crowd was crazy 
they would not stop yelling. I think I I'm gonna I'm gonna put together a mashup of all the times. It was like one guy in particular was just yelling the entire time. Oh my god! I felt like I, I could have been you. been that person. No, like I'm bro. Like I was sitting here looking <clears throat> at the Bethesda conference um, on YouTube, and I was excited, bro. Like this is. You don't understand. I don't know how to say it, but if you played Fallout before, you understand the love for this for this game, for this IP. Like it Bethesda has his way of revolutionizing open world games, bro. Like when I say you can really determine the story, you can really determine your own story. Like and so this was huge. Another thing they talked about was uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Yes. I never played this. I was one of those people that was upset because I wasn't getting an Elder Scrolls 6. But the online community for Elder Scrolls Online has grown and they announced more DLC for that. Hey, that stands for downloadable content. And I think everything looked good. Um, I think it's kind of funny. Um... If you go on to Bethesda's website right now, um, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, a re- well, a recap on uh, CNET, CNET's website, uh, and you look up Bethesda's E3 and what, what they have written down there, like the second paragraph states, and I quote, after an hour of trailers, one guy constantly screaming, yeah, at every announcement, and the irrevi- ir- what? irreplaceable yeah irreplaceable presence of Ikumi Nakamura, Nakamura. Uh, but the fact that they wrote about that guy speaks volumes <laughs> to how exciting it was like I don't know a lot about Bethesda games I'd have I don't play a lot of Bethesda games but the fact that so many people were excited for every single announcement I think that that showed a lot to the community that, uh, well, to the gaming community that it's really all about listening to what the community's saying and giving them giving them what they want, you know, and to 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 have a great showing at E3 and to make sure that your company is thriving. You have to listen to that community. And they they didn't shy away from like yeah yeah. They even made jokes about their sales. <clears throat> and Todd, one of the lead um, developers, everybody knows him in the gaming community. Talk came out and talking about Fallout seventy six. Like they did not shy away from it. Yeah, and they did everything they could to bring that community back. And they released updates, a whole bunch of updates. Like they didn't have to do this. But they're committed to this game. And that's all I want from developers is to be committed to the game and not just grab money and then throw the game out. Bungie! <laughs> the Fallout 76. Excuse me. You said Bungie? Yeah. I, we'll talk about Bungie. I, I got new hope for them since they left uh, Activision. I, I will say this. Re- regarding, regarding that whole aspect of listening to the community and providing updates and making your game better... Um, I feel like they are following in the footsteps of uh, Ubisoft and what they did with the, the division. 
I really have not heard a bad thing about I that think, game. I think Ubisoft followed in their footsteps. Only because, like, I'll tell you why. Not this game particular, in particular. But Bethesda has always been, like, their next iteration of games have always been from the community, like, okay, putting stuff in. Like that dude with the... Uh, saying I just want dragons Dragons everywhere Yeah I want dragons Dragons I mean they They listen to the community Like for real Like that's <clears> one <throat> Like studio that I I believe in them Like I'm I'm even sorry That I doubted them Like I was so yeah. disappointed In Fallout 76 But now I'm like Right back on board Like They did Announce a battle royale mode To become the overseer Of Vault 51 Something like that I'm not a huge battle royale fan or like player, yeah. But I will play this because I'm interested to see how it adapts to the the world of Fallout. Yeah, and they're committed to this game for for the next year at least. So I'm ready for it. Um, Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, never played it, but I like. I always wanted to get into a what's that MP. MPG is it RPG? MP- MPC what is it I can't believe it. I'm gonna get roasted M- it's kind of like World of War I mean World, World of Warcraft MMO MMO that's it I always want to find an MMO just to try it out because I've never really played <clears throat> an MMO but I like the grinding aspect of MMOs and how you can get better gear and team up with other people yeah, and with it being set in the, in the Elder Scrolls background, like and just seeing the community be so hyped, and I actually went to go check the numbers, like it's a huge online community. I didn't yeah. realize it because I think I was so disappointed in not getting Elder Scrolls Six that I kind of rebelled against it. But I'm really mm. thinking about mm. Mm. getting this mm. again. And okay. one one of my disappointments um, of Bethesda though, and they. They said that they were not going to do this, but we didn't see a lot about Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah, but yeah. they but they said before the conference that they would not talk about it. But I still wanted something. So okay, so there's like different branches. The Elder Scrolls is like the main, the main name of like the branch. Okay, Bethesda. No, not not, not not like. Okay, so you, oh, have, you have a line. Universe? Yeah, the Elder Scrolls is a universe. And then from that universe, you have Elder Scrolls Online, and you have Elder Scrolls uh, Skyrim. Is that right? Yeah, El- well, Elder Scrolls. So they we had Oblivion, Merowind, Skyrim. Like, But Elder Scrolls is the main entity. So was there ever a game that was called the Elder Scrolls? Period? Just, yeah, the first it. one. Okay. Okay, so each one is just like a, a different reiteration. Different regions of the world and stuff like that. That's why I said, like, I'm telling you, I don't, I think everybody that played Elder Scrolls would agree with me. It's like super, like not even, it's just different names almost to Game of Thrones. Like, yeah. you have dragons. Um, Skyrim, you were a dragon born, so... You were able to when you defeated dragons, you had certain powers that you can uh, obtain from that dragon. Like 
You could go into a town and kill everybody in the town if you wanted. Like that mean it just meant that your story would play out different. You could become a vampire if you wanted to, or join the werewolves. So it kind it kind of sounds like what Fable was supposed to be. What Fable basically set out to be. Yeah, but I mean, it's hard to like when I talk about Skyrim. I don't think I've never went to the edge. The edge of the universe? The map. <laughs> like, oh, wow. It was like, if it was there, and there probably was, like, I knew not to go up that mountain because there was nothing there. But, like, that's why everybody, and, and you know what? I'm kind of happy that we didn't see anything for Skyrim 6 now because I want to see it on the next generation. Of consoles. Is it going to be called Skyrim 6? It's going to be called Elder Scrolls 6. Okay. But but, but then... It the, might not be Skyrim. Okay, so the last... Okay, yeah, Skyrim. Skyrim was the title of Elder Scrolls 5. And let me tell you, Skyrim still sells, bro. And Skyrim came out a long time ago. You know what? I think I might... Uh, 23 bucks? That's not bad. And that's the complete, the complete edition? Bro, it's special edition. I think I, I think I may try that out. It's, um, now here's the only thing: don't expect super high graphics, but they did do a good job remaking it. Not remaking, but um, enhancing it. Yeah. So, I mean, they they're just massive. Bethesda's just great at that. Okay. You you should also check out Fallout seventy six. It's free this week. Like it's it'll be pretty. It's a pretty good um, game so far. Is you have to explore a lot. That's the only thing. Okay. So I, I know I, you don't. I, I give it a try. I, I mean, I don't like. I don't mind exploring. It's just it, like like if if I could play with other people, it's better for me. That's I'm a social gamer. So that's why Fallout seventy six was so enticing. Because I can not only do this, but I can do it with somebody now. Yeah. Let me tell you how epic Elder Scrolls was, bro. Let me know, son. I was playing the game, and I was off the main quest for a long time. Say word. And I was just walking through the woods, and this ghost dog runs past me. And I'm like, what the crap is this? Like, it scared the mess out of me. So I just started following the foot tracks and stuff. I got... Led into this cave, bro. This dungeon, going down in this dungeon, and it's this whole storyline, bro. Like that probably took up two to three hours, bro. And it's not even wow. part of the main quest. Like I couldn't. It's so much content in there that I could have did the whole game and not ever known about that. Wow. And that's that's you said that's Skyrim. That's or? that was Skyrim. Like. And you go into these towns and you hear people talking and they say something about that dog or something that they saw. And you could investigate. You can do whatever you want to do. You can, uh, and you can build your character however you, however you want. Can you, you want, fly on a dragon? Yes. To other other places? Uh, yes. Dope. And, I mean, <clears throat> bro. Dope. Dope. It was... <laughs> It's giants in that game, just like it was in um, Game of Thrones. So, the giants are really 
really peaceful. But they have these willy mammoths, and I was trying to kill this willy mammoth to eat. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> and that joker hit me with a club so hard that I just flew up in the air like a thousand feet. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it's an older game. The fighting mechanics is not the best. Yeah. But it's so worth it. So, I mean, that's in the, everybody. If you're a Bethesda fan, you play uh, Elder Scrolls. All right. So what? So what else did you think about uh, Bethesda? Um, I'm excited about a new game that we saw, Ghostwire Tokyo. So that's a new IP. I think that's a new IP. But um, it had a cool trailer where the it looked like the Rapture was taking place, and um, I just trust Bethesda. I that's you know so. Like, whatever, and I hate to be like that, like, but I'm glad I have trust in some type of company where I can, like, okay, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Because it's Bethesda. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, um, I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a fan of Doom. Yeah. Um, I've played it before, like, the OG one, like, I think everybody played that, that yeah. was, like, the first, first person shooter game on PC. Um, they announced a lot about Wolfenstein. I kind of want to play it just to... <laughs> it's the little finish team. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I was excited about Bethesda, man. I think they showed up. I think they took responsibility for their missteps. Flop. And they made it better. Okay, so let me ask you this. Um, where does Bethesda rank at, in your hierarchy of game studios? For right now, um, after this E3 conference, uh, their presentation, they're definitely in my top five. I think nobody beats Rockstar for me right now. Rockstar is your number one? I think Rockstar is my number one. I would have guessed Naughty Dog. but Naughty Dog is cool, but Rockstar gives me that open world that I so crave. Okay. So, um, I mean, they're all right there. Bethesda is one of my favorites. So, um I mean, I can't speak too much to Wolfenstein and Doom. Wolfenstein. But Elder Scrolls and Fallout, I love. Um, let's 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 give it the old DLC scoring system, one through All right. ten. All right. Uh, so if I had to give Bethesda a grade out of uh, zero being the worst, ten being the best, I got to give it an eight. I wow. give it an eight, just because of that one guy. Oh just, yeah, <laughs> just because of that one guy that was so enthusiastic, like that community is passionate. Yeah, that that speaks volumes, especially coming off the the flop of you know Fallout seventy six, and if if you can recover from that and still have people yelling out every single time that you're saying a word at a conference. Then you're doing something right. So yeah, I, I give him an eight. Um, my score would be a nine. Um, I would say that it's a nine because, of course, I loved what they did with Fallout seventy six by uh, recovering. But also, it made me want to buy Elder Scrolls Online. Like seeing how passionate that community was, and knowing that so many people still play that game. The game that game got released four years ago. Word? Yes. 
Wow. And they've they've been continuing to continually updating it. The um, player base is still growing. Wow. And probably after this E three conference is gonna grow more because I might jump on. And for a studio to have fans behind it so much that makes people want to come and be fans of that studio, like you said, that speaks volumes. So I guess our average DLC score is. 8.5. 8.5. Yeah, don't so let don't it be ready. Kill your computer. So let it be done. And now, Ubisoft is up next. Okay, so uh, let's let's just jump right into it. Uh, Ubisoft started off their conference showing uh, gameplay of. What was, was it gameplay or was it a... I think it was a video. They showed a video. It was a video, but then and they, trans- they showed and gameplay. They, and they showed gameplay uh, of Watch Dogs Legion, a.k.a. Watch Dogs 3. And what we found out from that was how Watch Dogs is going to differ from the other two. So Watch Dogs Legion is taking place in the city of London, which apparently they think is the greatest city on, on in the world. I think is the DFW, but you know, whatever. Anywho, so with this, um, you play as many characters, and your characters will die, can die, will be put in jail. But you're like you're almost like a hive mind where you get to utilize somebody else, and I think the way that they made this game. Like, this is what Watch Dogs should have been from the get-go. I love how I love how they're doing this game. Uh, you know, when... when well, I, I said Hive Mind. This, this is like Hydra. Okay. It, it, it reminds me of Hydra. Cut off the head, another one follows. Will you be buying Watch Dogs? I, pro- I probably will play that. I didn't play Watch Dogs 1 or 2. I played a little bit of 1, got tired of it. And didn't play any of two. It, it makes me want to go back and play. I don't think that any of the games are, are connected, but it does make me want to go back and play Watch Dogs 1 and Watch Dogs 2. Yeah, I, I would say um, that Ubisoft always has a presence at E3. Yeah. Like, they're getting better. Like So, to jump it off with Watch, Watch Dogs Legion, I, I, I commend them for the innovation of the gameplay and not just giving us a third iteration of the same thing which they are known to do with things like Assassin's Creed. Yeah, yeah. Man, I I thought I thought it looked good, aesthetically pleasing. I thought the way that they showed you how you you would play with anybody, how like they they, they started following one guy and one guy's story and then how he does this thing and then he ends up getting shot and dies. And then it's like okay, you're you're like in command of this center and you need somebody else to come up and then they choose this old lady grandma holding the cold 45 just running it running around it almost it almost reminded reminded me a little bit of GTA yeah like the way they were running and stuff but uh uh how you know they they communicated that such and such died and then hey but we still need this to happen 
So we need somebody else to come in, to step in, and handle up on it. It seemed it seemed cool. Yeah, it, but it, it did. I don't know if it's a day one for me. I think it's it might be a sale on sale for me. Let me tell you, like we've talked about this in the podcast, like it's so many different games coming out. Like, yeah, you got to really show something, right? And I'm, I commend them for the innovation, but. I might need to wait for the review for this one. Yeah, yeah, I. I but I, it, it I has potential, that. just like all the other watchdogs. I'm not. I'm not sure if it'll be a day one for me, either. I'm just not sure. Uh, I, I'd like to see a little bit more before making that kind of a decision. But it certainly looks very awesome. Is it coming out this year? Um, uh, let's see. Uh, it doesn't say. I don't. I don't. It's probably not so. coming out this year. I think they said March of next year. Yeah, that, that think, sounds right. I think that's what I what I remember. Uh, maybe it was March. Yeah, it just says twenty twenty. Okay. So this is a game that I I wanted to talk about. What is that? Gods and monsters. Gods and monsters. So there is no Assassin Creed coming out this year. None. But these are the same people that that were behind Assassin Creed Odyssey. So this is a new IP. And I'm always ready for a new IP. Just some fresh ideas. This is a total different art style from Assassin's Creed. Yeah. This looks more cartoonish. It almost reminds me of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And um, so I'm interested to see what they do with it. It's a totally different direction. And I'm kind of glad to see them take a break from Assassin's Creed. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Take, take time, regroup, give us something. That um, something spectacular. Now they have hit really good on Odyssey and uh, Origins. Those have been back to back hits. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm 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 excited to see what Guys and Monsters is. Yeah, it certainly looks pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, then we got Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Wow. Which we've seen we've seen a lot about this. Um. It's got John Barenthal, a.k.a. Uh, Shane from The Walking Dead. And, and Punisher from the Netflix yeah, yeah. series. R.I.P. Punisher. Netflix yeah. series. Um, but this game probably is one of the more exciting games that I'm looking forward to. Especially from Ubisoft. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, it looks very, it looks good from start to finish. Um I say from start to finish. This is a Tom Clancy game as well? Yeah. Yeah. Tom Clancy's so all, Ghost Reckon. Yeah, all these are iterations of stories. I don't I think of stories that Tom Clancy wrote, but it I mean, we saw a lot about this. I think this was a leak too earlier in the year. Yeah. It yeah. isn't supposed to come out, but it came out. <clears throat> it looks good. Um, I wanna play it. <laughs> uh there, there's somebody that said uh this game is very much shooty shooty bang bang, yeah, <laughs> with power fantasy stuff. But yeah, they they really make this game look amazing. I I I I'm, I can't wait to find out what the story's going to be like. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. But uh, yeah, uh, as a first person shooter, uh, yeah, this this looks this looks dope. Yeah, and then we got Roller Champions, which looks like a mashup between. Like roller derby and Rocket League yeah. on skates, it it I don't know. It, I'm assuming it got mixed mixed reviews from 
a lot of people, but it, it looks interesting enough. If it comes in at, at like a $19 price point, I mean, I'm, I might get that to play with with my son. A competitive multiplayer game is always good. Though. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's, I think that's the wave right now. Like, it's a good multiplayer game. Um, the footage looks good. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say about it. Yeah. I mean, if, if you're a fan of Rocket League, Rocket League then you'll probably you'll probably be a fan of this. I that's mean, it the looks, big vibe. That it I looks got. very similar art style and uh, almost almost even a little bit of uh, uh, gameplay wise as well. Uh, so then we come to the Division Two. So this, I've been huge on the Division ever since last year when they, I, I think Ubisoft killed uh, E3 last year, and I don't think it was quite. Overall, I don't think it was quite as good as last year, but they certainly delivered on the division. To me, Ubisoft, it, Ubisoft's number one game right now is the division. Yeah, and that uh, they they are knocking that out of the park. So what they did was they kind of detailed a little bit about uh, the newest expansion that's coming. Of course, it's still free. It's still free, but you can uh, you can get the early access pass if you want to pay for that. They also made it free, which. Yeah. Gave me a little bit of some concern because I need to check the numbers to see the player base. Is the player base still high for the Division 2? Yeah. Because usually they don't. I mean, Fallout 76 had to make it free to get you back in. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I I, think, I'm enjoying the game. I don't think that's, I don't think that's the issue here because it, it was. Maybe, it, maybe it's fallen off a little bit initially from. That but since the raids come out, I I, I think there's a I think it's kind of a flow back. Yeah, yeah, it may have grown a little bit, but I I mean there were so many games that that have announced that they're they'll have a free to play weekend or free to week. Yeah, during that, this week. Right. So that's I, I didn't think E3. it was that bad. Yeah, um, so they they announced um that there's going to be a couple more missions and they're kind of they're kind of cinematic and story leading into each other. Um, and, and they did show a trailer. Yeah, yeah. The trailer, the trailer makes it look. Oh, Wasn't it looks, that New York? No, no. It's it's it still places in Washington D.C. Okay. Uh, they said you're gonna be we're gonna be traveling out to the woods, so getting out of the city area, and so kind of battling different places out in the woods and the wildland. I know they said the next raid probably be in the zoo. Yeah, I felt like it felt like I don't know. I don't know um, well, the this, landscape this is, of Washington D.C., but it looked like a lot of water. This expansion, well, there there is kind of there is kind of water around. Um, there is, I believe they said this expansion is going to have, um, it's going to be taking place in the aquarium. Okay. So I, I I'd like to see like destructive environments, shooting down fish tanks and stuff like that. that that'd be dope. Ubisoft is definitely putting more into the division. They also announced that there will be a The Division movie yes. coming out on Netflix, starring Jake Gyllenhaal. If you know him from Jarhead, you know was, him from Prince of Persia, the 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 movie. Yeah, wasn't he Jarhead too? Like he was the main character in Jarhead. Sure. And um, what you feel about the Division movie? Um, I'm glad it's on Netflix. Yeah, I'm glad it's on Netflix. I'm glad it's not 
it's not going to Sony. Yeah. Because <laughs> they haven't done, they haven't really done that well with video, uh, with adaptation. I'm glad it's not going to the movies either. Because, really? yeah, I'm, Netflix is the new wave. Yeah. For, yeah, yeah, I, I get that. It's, it's an in between. It's yeah. not that, it's not big enough to be in the movies. But Net- I will watch it on Netflix. Yeah, I, I think, like, like what you said, Netflix, Netflix is the, it's the new, blow up oh somebody got a special on netflix yeah oh i'm trying to get that netflix special you know you you hear that and that's that's the new status symbol the division could be a dope movie i hope they do well with it i i really do too and i hope it explains more of what's happening yes i'm gonna have to watch like a movie or or watch watch somebody's mashup or just what whatever is really going on because i really don't pay attention i'm just out there shooting trying to stay alive yeah so uh, next, we saw Rainbow Six Quarantine, and that was the full reveal. Uh, and it's supposed to be a like a three-player co-op uh, made by the team in Montreal. And I, I mean, three-player co-op as cool. I, I I'd still like to see more. It's another zombie game. Yeah. So I I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll have to see. We'll have to see, but I I I still have yet to experience the the survival zombie game that I've been wanting for years. I've been wanting a game that's that gives you the building aspect of like Ark with zombies, with like the zombie aspect of um. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, the, maybe not left for we dead. We all thought the state of decay was going to be that. Yeah, but it, it it was not. That was anything. a flop. I mean, it's yeah. I'm I'm all I know what type of game we talk about it all the time. Like uh, open world. Yeah. Consequences. Build your own base. Protect your base. Build your community. Yeah. Stuff like that. So, well, we'll we'll see we'll see what Ubisoft's are, uh, you know, take on. Zombies is gonna be, and uh, then of course they uh, did they talk about uh, yes you play yeah you play plus is coming out and that is a game subscription service that will cost fourteen ninety nine a month and they announced that it will also be available on Stadia which costs ten dollars a month itself so we're going into this. This avenue of streaming games, but you're gonna have to pay for monthly subscriptions. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll we'll get more into that. And, Fifteen dollars a month seemed like a lot. Now, they didn't say what would be available for yeah. that fifteen dollars a month. They just announced that the service would be available. Yeah. If if you tell if you're telling me that I can pay fifteen dollars a month and have New games day one that might be yeah. enticing, but if yeah. it's like EA Game Pass where you get older games, I don't, I can't see myself paying $15 a month plus $10 a month for Stadia. Yeah, but yeah, that was Ubisoft's conference. Uh, so let's let's go ahead and rank Xander. Um, what do, what do you what do you rank Ubisoft's E3 showing? Um, I will give 
with zero being the worst yep. and ten being the best, I will give it a solid six. Mm. It seemed like you were kind of fighting in between six seven and, and seven. seven. Yeah. Why, is it, why six? Why'd I would you, say six that? because it felt like the same thing from last year. Um, I'm, I am excited about um, break breaking point. Um, I like that the that they're giving more support to the division two. God, God and monsters. I'm interested in, but it just seemed like the same thing. Watchdogs, everything. I think if Breaking Point would have got announced in E3 and not outside of E3, I would have gave it a seven or an eight. Ubisoft always has a strong presence at E3, like I said in the beginning, but mm-hmm. it just seemed like the same thing. It just felt like filler. So yeah, that's that's why I give it a six. Okay, um, I ended up. Grading Ubisoft at a at an eight point seven five. Eight point seven five. Eight point seven five. Eight point seven five. Wow. I was really I I enjoyed what they what they showed what they brought. I I'm I'm excited about um, Watch Dogs Legion. That that it, it really it really caught my interest. I didn't expect that. It's a it's a it's a uh, you know, it's a gameplay type or a, a gameplay mode that we haven't ever, we've never seen before. And so I guess I, I, I'm excited and, and, and intrigued by things that we have not been exposed to. So the the whole fad with uh, Battle Royale, I mean, that was cool the first time. Did you play we, GTA Five story? I, I never, no, not really. It was kind of, that's, it, that's, it's, that's it, what it reminded it, me of. It's Switching between yeah, people. yeah. I, 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 I see where you're getting that. I, I feel like this is different where the whole the whole story is lined off of you get to choose the next person who joins your crew and then you can ultimately play the story with that. Yeah, I hope it's truly like that. Yeah. And then of course, um you know, Ghost Recon Breakpoint that that looks amazing and then the division the division uh updates of course they're with those being free and then them detailing what what the what the expansions are going to be about uh i just i just thought it was great i, I thought it, i thought it was really good however you know we didn't get we didn't get uh a lot of you know respective dates on it so you know nothing's nothing's absolutely perfect. There were there were parts of their show where I felt like uh, this is this is boring. Why why am I even watching it? You know, but you know they they weren't as they weren't as long as something like Nintendo. Yeah. Which would <laughs> so uh, yeah I give it an eight point seven five out of ten. So coupled with your six. It brings up to a 7.5. Solid score. 7.5. Solid score. Good job, Ubisoft. Next one. And we are back here with Square Enix. Man, I'm just going to tell you, Square Enix gets a 9.5. Before we even go through Before we even go to I was so hyped off of Square Enix. Square Enix... 
they stayed true to who they were. Square Enix probably had the smallest venue out of all of them. And they killed the entire E3. They, to, in my opinion, Square Enix was by far and away Square the Enix best was thing. good. The was, best thing. It was a great, great conference. It was a great showing. Another studio, just like Bethesda, that has passionate fans. Yes. So, of course... Not quite as passionate as Bethesda, but still passionate. It's close. Let me tell you, Final Fantasy... Oh, my god, ...is everywhere at their E3. Of course, the long-anticipated Final Fantasy VII. Let me tell you, tell some of these other studios that don't give gameplay. Square Enix gave y'all a tutorial on how to do that. Yes, they a game did. like Final Fantasy that people have been wanting forever, and just a remake. A they, remake. We just we we just wanted a remake. Well, no, we just wanted a remaster. Yeah, we're fine. We got we're a, fine with with the game how it played. And so we get we get a remake. We also get a cinematic trailer. Okay, we know we're gonna get that, but they gave us actual gameplay. We got we got everything we wanted to see, and they explained the combat system and everything. That's what you want to see from E3. And that's that's not the just just showing the gameplay, isn't it? You changed. I I I firmly believe that what Square Enix showed about uh, Final Fantasy VII has fundamentally changed RPGs for the rest of the, for the rest of our lives. And and who better to, to do it? Than Square Enix because that's their, every that's game that wanted to um, be an RPG, like when Final Fantasy VII came out, they were like the RPG to play on yeah. PlayStation. I remember when that came out. That I think it was four CDs. Yeah, yeah. It was four CDs. Yeah, it was a four four CD four CD disc tray. Because and here's the thing. They did not let the technology stop them. Of course, there were some um, boundaries. But they said, if we have to put it on four CDs, we'll put it on four CDs. Because the mm-hmm. amount of mm-hmm. game that you get with it. And yeah. Yeah. so, like you said, they fundamentally changed it. They were the OGs. And now they're changing it again. This mm. makes me want to play an RPG again. Dude, the, the battle system... And, and, how, and how you can use the magic, how it like slows time down, and you switch. But oh my god, it's, it's it, it. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, I keep I keep interrupting. No, go ahead. It 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 keeps the 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 original battle system yeah. from those early RPGs, and it just expounds upon it. It makes it 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 brings it to today's technology and today how everything looks where you don't have to have a CG cutaway for uh for casting a spell or something it takes you out of the um immersed like you're immersed into this game yeah and you know what it's, it's action packed this may be a day one for me oh yeah yeah like yeah most definitely and not only did square enix give us the remake of Final Fantasy 8 they gave us a remaster of Final Fantasy I mean Final Fantasy 7 they did a remake yeah. they gave us a remaster of Final Fantasy 8 yes so they're just piling it on and let me I didn't this one thing I didn't realize how many Final Fantasy games like 
How big is Final Fantasy, bro? Bro, that, oh, I'm glad you said that. Because think about this. They, uh, when Final Fantasy VII came out, it, it, it blew the socks off. It, we, we'd never seen a game that big where it took four discs. Yeah. They just said that this Final Fantasy VII remake is going to take up two Blu-ray discs. You know how big a blue one Blu-ray disc is about sixty. It's about fifty-eight gigs or so. Fifty, sixty gigs. This is a huge. It's gonna be a huge game. So you know you're gonna get a lot of content. Um, the art style looks awesome. I can't wait. I can't wait to play. Like of of all the remakes that have ever been done. This probably takes the cake. This is going to set a precedent for the entire gaming world of if you're making a remake, this is the kind of dedication, time, and patience that you put into it and detail. The same team worked on it. Man. 22 years. Is it 22? Yeah. 22 years. Wow. Uh, I mean, and really, we got that in the beginning. The very beginning. Like... And <laughs> yeah, it was it was great. And that wasn't even that Hold wasn't on. even before you get to, it's another game. Um, what is it? Outriders. Oh so, yeah. I don't know. Is Outriders a new IP? Uh, I believe so. It looks. I don't know. We didn't get gameplay from it, but it looks good. And I'm I'm trusting that it's going to be a good game. Like. I mean, when you see a company put resources into Final, like Final Fantasy VII, the way they did, yeah, like you kind of trust the direction that they're going. Man, what what can you what can you say about it? Like, it's a, it's a new IP that uh, I mean, they said, I mean, basically, it's they're just saying it's Outsiders. It's a new shooter from is that the name of the group? People can fly. Yeah, People Can Fly is the studio. Okay, okay. But, like... One to three player co-op. This is... This, to me, has been the E3 of rehashments. And to see Square Enix come out with such a refreshment of, you know, IPs, new games, uh, new... Just new ways to play, you know, the games that we already have. uh, And, And to take the... I, I applaud them for this. Maybe I'm wrong, but I applaud them for going all out, even though we know this is the last step of this generation of consoles. Yeah. So, because some studios may say we're going to pump the brakes and wait, they're going all out despite that. So, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I, man, it is. And one thing about um, the Square Enix conference is that every presenter seemed like they were passionate about their project. Absolutely. I don't get this with other studios, mainly Microsoft. Why do you need a teleprompter when you're the head director of this game? You're not passionate enough to tell me about this game that you need a teleprompter to tell you what to say. Like I- when you work on these projects, you should be able to say it back and forth without somebody telling you what to say. I I can I understand that, but at the same time I understand having the teleprompter there because as somebody who does perform, there's a lot of people who get stage and who ha, who get anxiety being in front of a How lot of people. How about this? And, and Write speak. your own teleprompter. It 
Because it seems so unnatural. Like, it is. write it, your own teleprompter. It, it is. And you also have to, again, you also have to understand that not everybody has a a really great stage presence or has the ability to speak in front of people like that. That's not a small group. Yeah. Um, very easily. And, and I see, I, get that. I see it a lot of time, all the time with, um, you know, students that I teach in music, you know, some people, some people, some people just shine when they perform. Some people just, they just don't have it. They, 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 I guess I feel everything. like if, even the shyest person, if you find out what they're passionate about, and this is just me having experience with talking with people, if you find their passion point, they'll talk forever. Yeah. Like the nerdiest nerd that is in the basement, talk to him about World of Warcraft. He will talk until he can't talk anymore. But get him in front of, you know, I don't know. That's that's off to the, but Square Enix had another game. That I didn't even know that I might be interested Let in. Let them know, son. Let them know. It was called, um, look it up. I think it's Dragon Quest Builder 2 something. So, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 we'll, yeah, yeah. We'll put the, we'll put the gameplay on, on the screen right now. But it kind of looked like a mashup of an open world Minecraft game. But yeah. where you had... Objectives and a story to go with it, so it looked pretty cool. It looked just like Minecraft almost, but like more detailed. I forgot the name of this game. Um, Dragon Quest, Quest Builders Dude. Two. I I know I don't I never heard. Please don't roast me. I never heard of this game, but it looked interesting. At the right price, I might pay it, um, and play it. It really remind me of like what we used to try to do with Minecraft, try to create our own stories and fight enemies. Yeah, yeah. So that that was another one that looked um, interesting to me. Is there an underdog like a game that you saw that surprised you, like made you interested in playing that you didn't know about? Um, I was I was excited for the remake. But I, I did not expect a complete change in gameplay. Yeah, um, that was so refreshing. That 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 to me would be it. I thought that we would just see like high graphics, and yeah, the same button pushes. Yes, but no, this is this is, the game is one hundred percent interactive, and it's like I said, we've never seen an RPG like this before. Yeah. As far as I can see, I mean, I've seen I've seen a little bit of uh, you know, Final Fantasy 12, 13, 14 and everything. I I didn't play those, but it, they seem like okay, it's an open world. It's just almost kind of like a hack and slash where you you get your XP points, but it's nothing like nothing like what they've done for Final Fantasy I mean, 7. And they doubled down on Final Fantasy this year. Even yeah. to the point where they announced that you can stream the music on streaming yeah. services. Yeah. And instantly when they said that, I went to Apple Music and listened to that soundtrack. And it just gave me goosebumps. Like, wow. hearing in the music in their original form and stuff. So, I mean, they Square Enix was a big surprise this year. 
Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah the um, Dragon Quest Builders 2. That does look... It, it looks like it's... It looks like how... Yeah, what you were talking about with Minecraft and everything. Yeah, it looks pretty dope. Yeah, yeah I mean... It's something that I might check out for... I can't... I don't know. I can't see this game being $60. I can. You think they would sell it for $60? Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Huh, I'll wait for it to go on sale or check it out. Maybe it'll become free one day. It, it looks dope, though. Yeah. yeah it looks dope. And, uh, and it's coming out July, July 12th, 2019. So <laughs> that's right around the corner. Uh, But now, this is the grand finale of the E3 for me. For me, this is all I wanted to see. Square Enix. Let them know, son. Let them know, son. Exclusive. And Crystal Dynamics. <clears throat> exclusive. Team up with Marvel. In an exclusive. To bring us the Avengers game. Oh, my gosh. So. Hey, Xander. Yeah. Are you an Avengers fan? Yes. Are you a Marvel fan? Yes. Who's your favorite Marvel character? Oh, you gonna put me on the spot? Yeah. Who's your favorite Marvel character? Golly. I don't think that's it's a Marvel Spider-Man. character. Spider-Man? Yep. Well, guess what? What? I believe Spider-Man's in the game. Bro, I think everybody's in this game. Oh, my I think, God. I, I think everybody's in the game. Bro, <laughs> let me tell you. I was so nervous because I'm like, please don't screw this up. Marvel Ultimate Alliance is cool. It's That's cool. not the game that I want. No, it's not. When they, first of all, we got nothing but cinematic trailers. Yeah. yeah and usually I would be guy. upset. So I'm like, come on, Square Enix, you got to give me more. So they brought the developers out and they talked about it being a multiplayer game and a game that will expand across years with new content and you will be able to customize. You would be able Customize. to use any character. Oh any character. my god! And not just that; is that the the characters that they come out with are going to be free, free. And guess who free is characters. voicing Tony Stark, bro? I was so pumped. Nathan Drake. No, yeah, he is. Yeah, Nathan Drake, the Ghost from Destiny. <laughs> the Ghost. Nolan North. The guy who got fired from Destiny, bro. I never knew that I would get excited about a voice actor. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. That's uh, Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage is the one that got fired from Destiny. Because <laughs> they didn't like his, didn't like his attitude. And that is like nasty that. in my ear. <laughs> but, man, Nolan North. Yeah. Oh, man. So It looked so good. It did look good. And for them to say that it's not just a one-off, it's an original story. Like which we haven't had in a long time. We haven't had an original superhero story. Well, well, well. Spider Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, even then, I, I I'm just excited, bro. Like I didn't even see any gameplay, which nope leads me to believe that there is going to be a major conference just for this. Now, my guess is that we will see this in Comic Con. I'm thinking Square mm. Enix will be at Comic Con, and that's the perfect place to release gameplay for mm. them with the Avengers. Yeah, like 
And what, what, where where would they release? What what system would it be gameplay on? PC or it's gonna be PS4. It's gonna be yes. PS4. This is the one that had uh, PS4 exclusive yeah. stuff. Okay, cool. so not only are you able to play with the original four, you can play with five. It's original five. Well, Cap is dead. But he's in live at some point in time. Yeah, maybe I, I don't. Wanna, I don't know when this story, but. I wonder in the if beginning, go, Cap died. I wonder if you're gonna go go back and like get Captain America alive again. I don't know, but that'd be dope. But yeah, this uh, yeah this this game they showed Hank Pym. Yeah, at the end, this game blew my socks off. Yeah. Literally, and I done and I haven't seen any gameplay. Nope. And I'm ready for it. Like the the models of the um, superheroes look good. I was concerned about how the voices would be betrayed because we've heard, especially in the MCU universe, well, MCU, um, we're used to these voices, right? Yeah. But they sound good. They sound like they yeah. fit the characters. I think it's I think it, it it's kind of like the uh, the difference between um, the Batman Arkham games and you know Christopher yeah. Nolan's adaptation of Batman it's like they're both good in their own right yeah um yeah it's I don't think there's gonna be Square Enix has a oppor- an opportunity to kill everything like people who don't even game are probably gonna get that to game just and for them to say that this is not just a one-off shoot that this is gonna be a story that develops through the years and you will get DLC and you'll be able to play with I, did they give a number on how many players I mean how uh, many they, characters they said no they didn't say how many characters but they said four player co-op was it four or three four, four, oh four player God. co-op and you four can customize yeah bro I, what did you give Square Enix I initially gave it a 9.5 I need to raise that up to a 10 yeah I'm gonna have to give them a 10 as well Square Enix got a 10 uh, it, it, I mean perfect show perfect Perfect execution, uh, perfect uh, blowing our expectations out the water. I mean, I, I can't, I can't, I can't say much. Please more. let this be a good Avengers game. I, I, DC is in trouble if this is a good <laughs> Avengers game, right? Because DC had a a death grip on the video games with Batman. Yeah, wow, they did, and and that's all that that's all that we got was just Batman. And then in Injustice Gods Among Us. Whew. But with this, this this is the game people have been wanting for years. Me. Decades. Especially. Something to play this with your friends in a real online multiplayer. Oh, exactly. That's what it's all about. Online multiplayer with your friends. Doing hood rat things with superheroes. Yes. And I want to see those customizations. So you heard it here, folks. Square Enix gets a perfect 10 out of 10. That's rare. Yeah, That's believe, rare, folks. I, we only have one more left, uh, but I believe that we we do have a winner yep. for E3 2019. But we'll see. On Never to the know. next. All right. Since we just... Square Enix got a 10. On to the next one. The final one. The final press conference of E3, Nintendo. Yep, that's the one we actually saw today. Yeah, we saw that today, and we're recording today. Right so we're we're gonna run through this because 
Nintendo, of course, they don't show up at E3, but they have their Nintendo Direct. Nintendo Direct, and I think the Treehouse is at E3. That's where you can experience the games. Yeah. Here's the thing about Nintendo. They sucked. Yes, they did. But Nintendo gave us bits and pieces before E3. Yeah. So it's kind of like Nintendo doesn't even respect E3 no. at all. We got a 16-minute video about Pokemon Sword and Shield, which I really liked the development of Pokemon Sword and Shield. We saw them up the graphics. I think they were working on the Pokemon Go engine. Yeah. But they kind of upped the graphics for Pokemon Sword and Shield. We got to actually see the Pokemon that represent Sword and Shield. Now, those were kind of stupid to me. Oh, I know some of y'all gonna hate me for that, but the two dogs with one with a sword in his mouth and one with like his mane is a shield. I hope that the story is deep enough to make me like those Pokemon, <laughs> but they're nothing like the original legendaries. No, no, not at all. So what? One thing I did like about the Pokemon reveal is that you can see the Pokemon walking throughout the world. It's an open world, so. You know, it's not just a random pop-up of a Pokemon. You can actually see them walk it and go battle them. Um, I'm, I really like what I saw with Pokemon Sword and Shield. Then we saw, um, a couple of weeks before E3, we saw Super Mario Maker 2. Which is Super Mario, Super Mario Maker 2. I don't know what more to say about that. Um, I mean, it, it, it looks good, nice. but I mean, it's a 2. It's it, just adds a little more features. Yeah. Super Mario Maker is Super Mario Maker. Yeah. Okay? You're going to have people creating crazy stuff, um, just off-the-wall stuff. It, it's going to be crazy, and it's going to be ridiculously hard. I, I am thinking about I'm, I am thinking about getting that day or same, that week. Yeah. Maybe not day one. That same week, I'm definitely going to get Pokemon Sword and Shield. That's coming out in November. Um, as far as what actually happened during the E3 service for the direct, I'm sorry, I don't know. We just saw that today, but I really can't tell you something I'm excited about. I'm trying to think. I, I'm, they had I'm, an Animal Crossing. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to be objective for other people that that enjoy. I know those y'all games. gonna roast us. I don't care if you roast us. I don't care. You have to admit that it was boring. It was there was nothing of real significance outside of um, uh, Animal Crossing, and it's a lot of indie games. We that, got yeah. I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with indie and, games. And before you jump down our throat, we did see the end with Zelda. Yeah, Breath of the Wild sequel is in it's development. It's in, in development. We didn't see nothing about Metroid. Come on, Nintendo. So if it's in development, you know what that means. That means Three we're years. not we're not gonna see it for another two and a half years. We we heard two years ago, two years ago at E3 2017. Metroid. Metroid and have not heard a piece. We haven't since. seen one piece of footage. Not one. So um this is what I wish this is what I wish I saw at the Nintendo Direct E3. Yeah, I wish I would have saw Metroid, of course, but I also wish I would have saw an update on hardware. There's been yeah. a lot of rumors about a 
uh, more cost efficient switch budget friendly yeah there you go or a new more powerful switch yeah we didn't really see anything like that but the thing about Nintendo is that a lot of this stuff was they just reveal it throughout the year so it makes me feel like they don't respect E3 at all and I have a real quick question for you and I just thought about this um, given the fact that Nintendo does not care what everybody else is doing i.e. the Switch um since they are basically a generation behind with their hardware, do you feel that they are going to catch on and when PlayStation and Xbox come out, they're going to start doing more streaming services with their games? I can definitely see that. Um, or do you feel... Or I, I'm kind of torn between it. I, I feel like they, prob- they, they probably won't and they'll just be like, okay, well... We got our, I mean, our cards don't, you know, our, our game cartridges don't cost that much. And plus you can take it on the go. So you don't need to stream. So we're not going to do that. I could see them taking I'll that I'll tell approach. you one thing. Nintendo is very stubborn to what everybody Man. else does. And it works for them. It, it just works. <clears throat> I mean, one of the biggest announcements was a new character for Smash. That's a tweet. No, no. That's a YouTube video. It's two. Two characters for Smash. Okay, one of their big announcements was that now you can play another Resident Evil game on the Switch. Like, they spent, they did like a five to six minute video about how you can play Resident Evil. I think this next generation is... Nintendo's getting left in the... Nintendo is basically, (coughs) Nintendo is basically that, that company for your kids. But you... But you know, I still love to play those games. But I mean, it's it's nostalgia. So I mean, and I'm still gonna, gonna get like Pokemon. There's always gonna be a fan yeah. base. Yeah, I, I I get that. Here's it. But, but but for 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 the gamer that is, and then he's a I don't want to say closet Nintendo. Fan, well, you want to see that next generation. Yeah, for gamer like that, move. Yeah, that, it, it, that's just you not made a happen. good point though. In this streaming age. Maybe Nintendo just saw the the writing on the wall before everybody else. Because you don't necessarily need hardware for where we're going in gaming. Yeah. With that being the case, like the Switch is perfect for streaming. It's already it already has built in controls. The screen is built for gaming. Like it may be would you rather play? Would you rather stream a game on your phone or on a Switch that you can take with you and have real controllers? I would rather stream a game on my phone simply because I know how Nintendo's um, chat system works. Let's let's say and that it, they get the chat system right. They're they're on the verge of the chat system being right because they released a controller, a new Pro controller. If, that if, you can plug headphones into and just chat just like the PS4. So that's in development. They understand that. But then that that almost completely throws out the need for having for just taking your Switch as a as a one console where you Joy-Cons. Like if if you have to get another controller in order for it to be right, then it's not right. If I'm not mistaken, I think it's just a software update for them to be able to chat because you can chat on certain games. 
on the switch with just plugging in the into the headphones. If it's if it's if it's a software update, then shame on Nintendo. Like real talk. Then then shame on them for being so unequivocally late and ridiculously stupid for for something that has been so common for since the generation before. Matter of fact, two generations before, just about. Let's let's say that they get that together though. I think they're ahead of everybody, ahead of the curve. I, I, I won't. I won't give ahead. I, I. I can't give it to ahead because there's there's a lot more room for improvement with the Definitely. other ones. Uh, I think. I think they'll be. I think it's good for, you know, group play. If you're if you're trying to do something in a in a closed group, um, but not really for. The 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 hardware t- technology is just not there. Yeah, for uh, for Nintendo to sustain, you know, streaming. Yeah. With all that being said, that was a lot of speculation. The truth of the matter is that Nintendo really didn't show us anything that made us excited. This E3, um, we saw a lot of things before E3. We'll probably see a lot of things after E3. My um, score for Nintendo's E3. Oh my God. A one. I gave Nintendo a zero. And the only reason I give them a one <sighs> is because I thought about giving them a zero. Only reason I gave them a one is because I'm not physically there for the treehouse. I can imagine it being a great experience there for for the effort of them showing up at E3. I give them a one, but it can easily be a zero from where I sit. I, I'm sticking with my zero. Um, Nintendo didn't show anything outside of, you know, Animal Crossing that was notable. But even that, no matter, I know it's been so long since the GameCube, since it first came out, it's been almost, what, 10 years? Just yeah. about. Um but it's it's not enough to save you from it's not enough to save Nintendo from the zero. No, it, it, it's just it's just too much, too much that you know if you you know it's just it's too much. If you want to do that, then you know talk about these games closer to the release date. Don't don't yeah. give us don't give us this hope that it's coming out soon. Yeah, that's it. So. So the official DLC guys score is for Nintendo on the E3 is 0. 0.5. 0. 0.5. That's just 0.5. Deuces. Let's roll into the next two. One got to go. We still got some time. All right. All right. All right. Xander, I've got a question for you. What is that? You got three things, and what do you do? Something, something, something. One's gonna go. <laughs> that was right. <laughs> All right. So you saw our last video of one gotta go. Actually, we had four things. Yeah. Let me redo that. You got three. No, I said you got three again. Well, we got three you things got, today. You got four things, and something don't fit. Take one away, and one's gotta go. Bow. That'll be sorry the, for your ears. That, that'll be the jingle for that. Uh, so we have, uh, we, okay, we're, we're, 
We're going to give you a, a free play for one of them. Uh, well, I guess no, I it's just three. I guess I got to answer today. So one's got to go, Xander. That's that's the name of the game today. So if you don't know, if you haven't seen our last video, one got to one got to go. Uno means that we give a collection of things that are similar to each other. We pick one, and that has to go forever. Everything that's attached to it, everything, everything history, all the history, past, all the present, future. and future. Yeah. So today, since the spirit of E3, we got the three big dogs. Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony. Hallelujah! One has to go forever. One's got to go forever. So, I think I can say that for both of us, Sony is saved. No. All right, well, let me do mine first, then. Let me do mine first. <laughs> so, one got to go. For me, Sony is saved. Sony has been my gaming experience since... I mean, I started off with the Nintendo. But when I really got to pick my own games and really dive into the games that I want to play, it was the PlayStation 1. And I felt like they were always on the cutting edge of technology and just game developers. I have so many memories with PlayStation that I can't see them going for me. Like, I have a PlayStation 4 now. Had a PlayStation 3. Had a PlayStation 2. PlayStation 1. And played all the top titles for those games. I can't let PlayStation go. So, for me, Sony is saved. Now, that leads me to Microsoft and Nintendo. And I'm going to try to be as diplomatic and as... Unbiased as I can. Go ahead, son. But as I said in the oh, beginning, this is tough. This is tough. Nintendo was my first console. Nintendo gave me Ninja Turtles, gave me Kirby, gave me Super Mario, gave me Star Fox. Star Fox was one of those games for me when I was able to fly a plane. Like it, it was just revolutionary for me. Yeah. Um. Super Mario 64 Like Nobody can deny that that game Changed gaming forever Like Then we go to I mean the GameCube Was cool It had some great games The Wii The Wii changed gaming Before we had motion controllers Wii was really the only one That Perfected it so much so that you had people three years old all the way up to 90-year-old playing the Wii. I worked at GameStop when the Wii came out, and we had people lining up an hour before we opened. Probably one of the best. Waiting to get it, waiting to get a Nintendo Wii. Yeah. Zelda, Ocarina. Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time. Oh, yeah. And mind you, that was before the iPhone came out. Yes. And now we have the Switch. The Switch is not the most powerful console, but it it took us in a different direction of the evolution of gaming. And I I can't see me giving up Nintendo. With that being said, with the process of elimination, for me, it would have to be Microsoft. And let me tell you, I enjoy Halo. That's it. Oh man, that's it. I, I can't. Microsoft for me has to go. 
this is, I thought this was going to be this is just another another reason why this is so hard. I thought it was going to be really easy. My first thought was, yeah, Nintendo's got to go because they ain't done anything lately. But then you you have to think about things the from the past. And so obviously Nintendo can't go because you got Mario, you got uh, Lost Levels. That was one of my favorite games. Yeah, Super Mario sixty four, Donkey Kong sixty four. Ooh, uh, Donkey Kong. You got games on uh, Super Mario Sunshine, Super Mario, Mario Galaxy, Kart, bro. Mario Kart, where like that's when I got into gaming. It's for the real. grandfather of all those little racing games. Right. That there's no way that can go. Then. Then you go to 007. Then you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you go to Microsoft, and I remember having the absolute most fun at a land party playing playing Halo for like six, seven, eight hours. Like we would start at like six o'clock at night. Six o'clock in the evening and would not stop till like one or two. Yeah, like that happened, and it was and it was the greatest times of my life. They brought us Halo, Brute Force. I know some of you people don't like Brute Force, but it brought us that NFL Fever. We wouldn't have Madden had it not been for Microsoft coming in and changing stuff up, adding things that EA never had. Um, what other games? Uh, we're exclusive. I mean, Forza racing games. It was, I mean, there, Gears, Gears of War. I forgot about on my my list with Sony, Gran Turismo. Yeah, like made me look at racing games in a whole different. Yeah, you had to earn an actual license in the game. Up until yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Up until then. You had if if you if you played a racing game up until Gran Turismo, you played a racing game. It was just generic, a cars. generic car. But here you go, you're seeing a game with a car that just came out that you can go. At. I remember Gran Turismo Two came out. I remember it was when the uh, uh, what was it? Uh, it was when the the Ford Focus had just came out. I remember the PT was, Cruiser. It was a blue Ford Focus that it came out, and I and a friend, uh, I was I was at my cousin's house, and one of his friends came over and he had one. I was like, "That's that's the car in the game." Yeah, yeah. Like Metal Gear Solid with oh my Sony. Goodness. That that game changed the way that I. That was the very first game that I ever played that had a story that I cared about. Yeah, I yes. Son, Metal Gear Sons tough. of Liberty. Was oh. a game that freaked me out. Oh my god! I thought my game was being hijacked. I I remember turning that game off, thinking that I got hacked because yeah, that yeah. part at the end when you're when the colonel starts going oh crazy. Oh my god! I was like, "What is going?" Like that's how I was thinking with Psycho bro, Mantis. Yes. Ah, oh, this is it's it's a lot tougher, man. I guess it. So I mean, for me, it was easy because I didn't have. A lot. I I jumped on Microsoft with the 360 towards the end of the life cycle. So I play Halo. So for you, which one has to go? You have to decide right now. You gave us all your reasons. You went down that rabbit 
hold of all your emotions of all these games? It honestly, if I have to choose based on based on the past, I would have to say Sony has to go. Wow. And it's and it's a it's a tough decision. Past, present, and future. Yeah. It it's a tough decision. Naughty but, Dog future. But there's no way that if I if I know about Super Mario sixty four, there's no way I can get rid of that. Yeah. If I, I know that. about all of the Halo games, there's no way I can get rid of that. Yeah. I I yeah. Micro um Sony. I mean I, I didn't play as much Sony as I do as I do now. Um, I didn't play a lot of the exclusives that they had. The only thing when when I was really influential and in, like really getting into games, it was all about like Crash Bandicoot and all I knew that it was like a, a cheap knockoff of Super Mario or Super Mario wannabe platformer. But uh, I mean, I mean considering everything that Naughty Dogs brought out at on top of Crash, I reluctantly have to say, and, and even uh, Kojima, with everything that he's brought in Metal Gear, unfortunately, I I would have to say that for me, Sony Sony would have to go. Wow, and it's trust me, I feel it. I feel it in my heart. I'm, so would you like say that cry, man. the reason why? Halo is that dear to you? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean, I've gone years without playing Halo, but there, there's absolute as 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 fun as it is to play online games with your friends. Nothing in the world can ever beat playing having a Halo LAN party. Absolutely nothing. I I don't care what game you're playing. I don't care. What game you think is amazing? Even even the uh, even uh, the Marvel game, if it's if it's online multiplayer, you can play do in, anything that you can think of. I would gladly give that away for going back to p- having Halo Land parties because there's there was a, there was nothing like it. I'm a for me I'm a I'm a social person, so that that gave me that that social scratch that I, I, I to to get rid of that itch. And that to me was the absolute. That was some of the best times I've ever had in my life. Sounds pretty fun. Let us know what you think <laughs> in the comments, man. Uh, yes, lady. So people, let us know. Think about this, like all the different points that we made. But think about your personal experience. Like which one has to go? Remember, when you decide, put it in the comments. Everything from the past, present, and future has to go. So for me, it was Microsoft, and for Matt, it was Sony. Wow. They're tougher than you think. When you sit down and think about it, believe me, they're tougher than you think. Yeah. All right. We want to thank you for listening to the DLC Guys podcast show. Yes. And we really dived into this. I mean, this was the E3 wrap-up. We gave our scores. Let us know what you think, and we'll catch you next week. Peace. Remember to subscribe, yeah. comment, all that good stuff. Five stars. Give it to me. Let's go. Peace, punch, Captain Crunch. Wait, Peace. Let, let me do. Let me do that, guy. Cause I got. I do. Peace, punch, Captain Crunch. Peace.